0: This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at NerdyLegion.com. Enjoy the show!
1: This is Brightside Home Theater.
2: i'm here that's the same yeah that that's gonna, the same mic okay, i
1: have
2: i don't think that's gonna hold okay there we
1: go there that's we go okay. that's, good. that's better <laughs> yeah, that's cool yeah a little better that's all right it's, it's audio only this is just for the people in the green room <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh that god oh, gosh
1: what and that site it's like uh
2: oh no i'm have to join something else i have to maintain and suck up my time Damn it, Damn it, DJ. Damn
1: it, DJ. I know. I know. It's like uh uh Carl, um before as we get going, this is the famous Carl. <laughs> yeah, th- th- this is
2: gonna be the worst, the worst episode ever. I'm sure everyone's gonna no. tune out super quick.
1: This no. guy's so annoying. <laughs> oh, there we go. Now we're definitely in the green room. That's what I was just gonna say. I'm like, <laughs> All right, here we go i have it you're gonna you're gonna stop dropping the language uh I won't edit that for the green room but I'll but yeah just a, a i'll I'll
2: language. watch that i don't know i don't know um how i uh, yeah, I guess you know you, that conversation was brought up the first f bomb but What's i that, thought me? you had actually done some similar uh language in the past, but I could be wrong, but yeah it just i have. i don't sworn. i don't see you getting upset that much you know on your actual program
1: no no you know where you might have heard you were you listened to us on chat and i might have i might have gotten angry over there i think that's okay. the only place i've and john i mean john and i back in the day you want to be we actually got angry at each other uh-huh on the on chat and it oh there was some that yeah we had a good time, but. uh well, but like anybody does we fight like brothers we've done it our whole lives and it's like
2: and we, god knows we, i've sent enough offensive emails to you i've got uh i've gotten so many uh email responses i find this
1: offensive i haven't said that <laughs> yeah. i haven't said offensive yes. it's been I, it's been Oh, early, early on. Why oh, would you ask a question like that, Carl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, <laughs> early on, you were the one. I think the only time I said something like that to you is you told me I had to change my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, oh no, my-
2: that, I, I remember that. Completely. Yeah, yeah. We that had a conversation the, about it. We actually talked. That was the talked. classic Sony versus Edge. <clears throat> jvc conversation that you had and oh yeah that that gosh that was a battle that i mean that was the catalyst on your side i had no i had had no battle (laughs) yeah that was the catalyst it was about the colors and all of this stuff that you were referencing and i was referencing something about hdr but yeah that that was fascinating because you know you are a Sony expert you've been utilizing I'm not an expert brand. I've never
1: said I'm an expert
2: Okay I've... well you've been you're very familiar with the brand you utilize the the Sony projection systems I've never mm-hmm. we on on our campus at work we've never utilized Sony's um at work we mm-hmm. utilize a lot of JVC a lot of e- Epson mm-hmm. and I've owned both I've gosh this is and I was just freaking thinking about this this morning because Again, there was another conversation on AV Rant with a JVC user mm-hmm. that was having a bulb issue, and he was replacing the lamp with a remanufactured
1: yeah. lamp. And I yeah, was that going, "That was months ago, right? That was months." I, ago. No,
2: it was today. It, was, it just dropped yesterday, and oh, I was really? going, "Oh, oh my god, they
1: talk, what? that happens all the time." I actually did that <sighs> probably four projectors ago. And that's how I learned my lesson. It was long before I I heard AV rant or even heard of podcasting. Uh-huh. And I'd done the exact same thing. You go online, you try to, you, you try and get cheap. And I don't blame people for making that mistake. Cause I mean, there's a, there's a, I think, I still think Carl, like a lot of people don't listen to podcasts, right? At least not for like the hobbies and the information that, That we are all privy to the people listening to this podcast, the people that listen to the podcasts about their hobbies, whether it's home theater or whatnot, you get a lot more information and a lot more honest information because it's a lot different to be talking like this than it is to just be a, a, you know, a keyboard troll, right? It's a lot easier to, to, to just type something out and then go hide. But to yeah. put yourself out on a podcast like AV rant has been doing for years and the HT guys have been doing for years, you get to know and rely on what they're saying and understand it and, and trust them. Right. A lot of people don't do that. So, and, and I, I, and that's why I said like this bulb issue, I don't blame people for trying to find a cheaper bulb because who would have known? Cause when it happened to me, it literally fried my projector because I don't know if it was the impedance of the bulb and stuff. And this is why I never say I'm an expert on stuff, but I understand the theory on what happened, but the power going through to the bulb was over time backed up enough that it it fried the projector. And I'm like, what the hell? And I didn't know that. Right. So I, I taught, I called Jim up and I'm like, what do I do about this? And he goes, well, the bad news is you fried your projector. The good news is, Time for an upgrade. So yeah. I had no choice, but he explained to me what happened. He goes, Don't, and he told me then, Don't ever get a cheap bulb. This is probably yeah. 10, 12 years ago. Yeah. And, uh, and I was just, my, my,
2: as I was walking the dogs this morning, my blood pressure was rising the moment. They mentioned we have a JVC user. He is using a remanufactured bulb. I've never even heard of a remanufactured bulb. I was just like, mm, "Good lord, what is going on?" Yeah, here? I don't
1: know if that's what the, it's. He probably meant like off-brand because I don't think you can yeah. re- remanufacture a blown bulb. <laughs> Gosh,
2: <laughs> and I just, uh, I just felt so sorry for the guy.
1: Yeah,
2: just going why? I get so. I, I care. I think I just care too much about everything. <laughs> like,
1: well, that's the thing. I, that's yeah. why I
2: get so passionate and and so emotional
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> over I, so I many I always, things. Yeah, I know you do, and you do. You are super passionate, and <laughs> you get going on these things. And I'm like, what? what why? Where is he going? Because ah. I, I always try to. I put myself in people's shoes. Like, um, a prime candidate would be. Um, and I've used this one with many people to talk them off ledges. Uh, you had a longstanding, not a longstanding, but when you, you've, you've been working on, we'll get into your theater, but oh, you've been gosh, working on your nightmare. theater for a Absolute long
2: nightmare. That is not
1: though. See, you keep it's, going to the negative. It's, you get upset. It's, no, it's 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 not, this is all fun. It's,
2: it's been, it's been stressful for us. You know, it's been a nightmare in a good way as well, you know, yeah. um, because it's so, amazing to think about what's happening yeah things get pushed back further and further and there's nothing we can do about it and that's the kind of the nightmare part right it's completely out of our hands it's more that you can't Um, wait for it than it is a nightmare i I get that yeah it's really stressed elizabeth because you know this little space is her office and she she needs something that she can breathe in yeah you know she's very fortunate not to have to go back to campus and you know she loves this space being with the dogs and everything and we just see it and it just gets further and further away like yeah. i mentioned in the last communication to you guys there was an electrical um change in the laws of the city and oh, so that has pushed back the project no um, oh. further because our <laughs> architects had to go back and redo everything and what they you say know, everything we, has to
1: be solar <laughs> no, 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 no! I'm just kidding.
2: <laughs> they used to be able to build uh ten feet from a line. Now it's fifteen feet from a line. So they have from, to like, redo what everything. Kind of line. This is
1: like the power line. Oh, yes, okay.
2: and this this is like a serious thing in the entire city. Like this has put a monkey wrench into development all over the city.
1: Yeah. So th- but it, it, this mean, might
2: be something that they repeal you know i don't know what well,
1: but... well, like any of those ordinances though like i i'm just gonna guess i spitball this stuff i've built some stuff over the years and i my my brother-in-law's a framer he's works with builders all the time um you can get you should be able to get a like um a variance for that because yep. i've already i've already you know already what I mean? like, if you already that, have a foundation and... you can't say like yep. Well now what yeah, do we I did, do? Well move your foundation. You can't do that and it's you're we would have been anyway.
2: given, yeah.
1: We would have been
2: given amnesty if we already had pulled the permit. But we had not pulled the permit yet. Okay. Um, so you know, we're not grandfathered in. Everyone that already has a permit, right. they're grandfathered in. So
1: have you not poured a foundation?
2: No, we haven't we're still drawing. You know, this is a so year
1: where where the, you said we're,
2: our that, architects are still trying to get because we put in for a variance. Oh, you know, we're, okay, I I'll let I you thought guys you know had about a that. building
1: because you said you were no, having your we haven't even broken. Gro- we
2: haven't even found builders yet. Oh well, we're yeah, then, in, yeah,
1: you're not. You're screwed. <laughs> you're yeah, moving yeah, your building yeah. five feet away. <laughs> 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 I thought you had a building because I thought you said yeah. you were have. I thought you were so close to having your room done because you're having your. uh projector and um we'll get to it but a nice piece of equipment installed on saturday right
2: yeah yep but, but you, you know what, it's that's just a my, different room no it's just our current living room that we're utilizing Jeez. so oh so yeah. your
1: living room is rivaling john's living room
2: <laughs> I, remember we only have 900 th- 963 square feet in this little bungalow so I, we'll <laughs> be we'll be putting another four 500 square feet okay you know and and you guys were the catalyst for you know actually doing a screening room you and the academy of motion picture um (laughs) museum you know that we experienced for that black box space but yeah it's just it's amazing we've spent so much money just on the architect as well you know because they do so much money i can't I'm just a stunned at the amount of work they have to do. I just feel for them so much. It's just absolutely remarkable how much work it is to be an architect. Just, wow. it's just, we're just stunned with these drawings and all that You don't that want crap falling
1: apart on you. And, yeah, all the work
2: <laughs> they have to do with the city and planning and right. all, in, you know, um, uh, the arborists. Uh, so,
1: are you built? This remarkable. is more than just a theater, though, right, Carly? You're going to be—it's a yeah, building. it's a—it's a
2: remodel, complete remodel and addition. Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: So, so yeah, it's not yeah. like you're going through all this just for a theater room off yeah. in the middle of nowhere. You're, yeah. And
2: we, you know, this house is a hundred years old this year. Yeah. So we have you to be careful that before, with yeah. that. Yeah. yeah There's you know, historical so,
1: issues. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's like—I I, mean—I I know what you're saying. I'm going to be going through all of this myself building a house and stuff you gotta you just have to plan on nothing goes the way you expect it like look at what happened i mean obviously rob is going through it right now with his uh, you know apartment that he owns yeah that, and and everything and everything
2: gets pushed back he's right. experiencing what we're all experiencing going yeah, through the rebuild exactly. and remodels. tom went through everything. it remember his
1: kitchen tom's kitchen yeah. was supposed oh, to take a yeah, few days that was, and it was like six months later and he had to go live in an airbnb yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll just, have this uh, done in a week
2: <laughs> in the middle of COVID as well and and that brought yeah. a huge chill down my spine when he said you know if that storm would have hit oh. you know tampa st pete yeah um we wouldn't be here you know just, yeah it's just no i did hear real, that so, i listened to
1: their open so far and i was like I, I had, I I was just, I told my wife, I go, he was that close. I was like, he just, mm-hmm. it was supposed to go over him. And it was just, even my daughter was like, oh, I can't even imagine that. Cause they took pictures of their, he had his kids take pictures of their rooms. They took pictures and video of the house for insurance purposes. And he's like, when we left, th- he thought he'd never see his house again. And I'm like, ah, oh. That's yeah. awful feeling. And awful it's been a hundred years. glad it worked out for them, but it didn't work yeah. out for a lot of people. And the sad thing is, is a lot of people didn't have the notice just because that's the nature of a hurricane. You never know if it's going to change direction. And it, it they had 24 hour notice and you're just getting out of there. So who knows if they got to take the pictures and do everything that Tom did in preparation, but I don't know. But this is home theater. This is the bright yeah. side. Excellent. This is yep, supposed absolutely. to cheer us up from stuff like that. Um Yeah, so and let all right, let's have let's let's have a little laugh here. Let's get this on recording. How do you say your last name? Rikiki. Rikiki.
2: <laughs> yes, Rikiki. Remember I even since you this, yeah, and even since you had to spell
1: it. I know you did. And Rikiki but, real fast. Rikiki real Rikiki, fast. Rikiki. Rikiki. R-I. Rikiki. Um. Yep. But what's funny? You say you say that, Carl. Kind of like hey, I spelled I, it I spelled R R E
2: K-E-Y-K-E-Y. I know.
1: And I remember you doing that, but I don't remember what the spelling was. But you say it's in an email, and most of my listeners. If it's in an email, I can search the email and go. Okay, here's the emails they sent me. There's hundreds from you. (laughs) Like, how am I going to find the one that says you're? I've never, but yeah, just
2: growing up, I'm just amazed. Just it's always someone Italian that gets it right the first time so it's john's a, italian a, but rich yeah and it i was amazed so he didn't Riccici. do it i was yeah. stunned yeah. he didn't get it right yeah Rikiki. and i was like whoa that's interesting
1: that. yeah so. <laughs> i won't screw it I, I, a, I can't yeah. promise that i'll screw it up again. you know me <laughs> you know me um so do you want to tell everybody what you're getting installed well and <laughs> let's let's how did you get that how did you come to that because okay I, oh, yeah i told you about
2: sense. you know just friends and colleagues that you know were always like similar to your world there's always a conversation about you know some sort of home theater some sort of music all of my friends are into music there's always something going on i was notified of a what was it um uh, an estate sale so hold that I d- decided not to yeah. go in that direction, <laughs> you know, just, uh, it, it's not that it turned out to be not a very, ple- uh, interesting or pleasurable thing to do, to be a part of. It was definitely was interesting. Notified, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. No- notif- yeah <laughs> notified of, um, a sort of a demo unit that I can't remember how it's less than a year old, but yeah. And it, it was, it's a, you know, affordable r- relative to, you know, what a new one costs. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because it's so strange, DJ, because I'm I'm listening, watching and uh, following CDA and yeah. there's a lot of mad VR conversation over the past two weeks. And it's so funny that the these two devices pop up around the same time as all of this conversation. And, you know, we we had been reaching out to JVC as well. I have been looking at uh Mad VR in uh four different uh four different testing well screening rooms, little uh, mm-hmm. uh where you would go in and w- look at projectors. And it's funny because they were all JVC. None of them were our uh NX7, they were all the new ones, the laser. The laser uh, yeah. sevens and eights. There might have been one that was a nine and uh was it ABC I think they had that was the one with yours the um the Sony the, oh, with the Lumigen oh okay mm-hmm. yeah yeah and, you know that's a remarkable device as well huh. you know especially for that price point but they're all they're all so different you know I'd, I mean if you've ever looked at one of those mad VRs it's massive it's just this massive 8 inch thick device
1: it's a computer with, right you know it's yeah like, with, well that they their basis started they've had free software for a while mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you could run it uh, i've seen uh, it was a you i think you sent it to me it was like a year ago remember that projector shootout i'd already seen it then mm-hmm. you sent it to me uh my projector was in there and what they did to level the playing field was use mad vr but they used the software mm-hmm. version so they ran it through a home theater mm-hmm. computer. And what that did is it leveled the playing field for everything. So you could really see what the output bulbs and and the processing, but it took all the processing out. So it kind of leveled the playing field for the the JVC. And that's when, remember in that review, they were like, this Epson over here that was like $1,200 or $1,500 was damn close, they said, to like Mm a $20,000 projector. And it was because mm. every the the playing field gets leveled now, the black levels weren't as good, but they're like, "Damn, if you put something like a mad VR in between, and it wasn't the the standalone mad VR that you're talking about. it was literally the software and you know that's that was when I first started hearing about Mad VR I had known about Lumogen for a while and so that got me into the shopping for it. But then you see that standalone version and I'm like, it's just not even close. I'm mm-hmm. like that. The price price point is just crazy. Yeah. It's, 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 it's fascinating. And, uh,
2: and yeah, just, I was pondering. It was funny. I was talking with a colleague and we were walking out for tacos and we were talking about these video processors in the past decades ago what people were utilizing what we're utilizing today and it was yeah. funny because i was walking to his car and i was like i might just build one of those i just might do a mad vr computer myself i mean the software is free yep. and
1: just build it and you end up spending well at least a less. thousand just oh you probably harder. spend a couple thousand because you need a really yeah. pro- you need a really powerful computer yeah so by the time i mean the computer i built for just home theater for my editing was almost 2,000.
2: Yeah. And it's so like, I, I mean, just, uh...
1: the video processing that you need to be able to do. And it's like, mm. and I don't know a lot about computers and, but I, I just, I got to figure. I, I mean, I, I think, I think they're in a niche market that helps with the mm-hmm. price point. And I think it's a powerful, really powerful, uh, processor. And yeah, they're trying to keep it pro- bleh, proprietary. Uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, it, it's, uh, yeah. I,
2: Exactly. Just I didn't. I didn't know if I wanted to take something like that on because mm. I don't know if I have the bandwidth for that. I'm so busy right now until I retire from the Air Force. Especially, I just like I don't think I would have the bandwidth for that. Right. And maintaining it and and all of this. It, do I really want to tack on something else in my life? Yeah. And uh, yeah, just something I pondered, and you know, I, I saw some remarkable you know stuff with the Lumigen, with the mad vr um actually i don't think any of the demos i saw were were they all the regular not the extreme but i think they were the regular ones
1: I don't even think the they, regular
2: envy the, the envy yeah i don't even think hmm.
1: they make that one anymore maybe no, they I just think, do extreme yeah the extreme is from what I'm understanding is now it's you have, uh, Todd mentioned it, I think on, um, on Twitter it's, uh, you can swap out components of it. So it's upgraded. It has okay. upgradability, yep. which helps it be a little bit more future proof. Mm. Um, yeah. I had a listener questioning me about it and, uh, like he, you know, it is an expensive piece. And he mm. had said, he's like, I need, at that price point, I need it to be five to 10 years you know last that mm-hmm. long
2: yeah and, i think he's fine because everything is upgradable they yeah, vary, but, they were very, they see, were very specific what, what MadVR told me you will have this for decades because it's just a you can't a box.
1: guarantee that carl you cannot well, guarantee I mean, that in the tech world 5 yeah. years is a lifetime i That's know but I they can they like, could
2: pull. They could pull. You know, c- c- complete motherboard and daughter board, and just keep, no. But and just keep. But but Carl, what pu- I mean is,
1: you we don't know you're going to even need one of these in five years. Sure. There's, you see what I mean? They that. could be obsolete. Uh, video processing could be obsolete because mm-hmm. when I talked to you, I, I explained to you like over a year ago, like the Lumogen and video processing in the Ferruja. Right, the Faruja video processor in the eighties into the nineties—that was because it, it was for CRT. Mm-hmm. That's obsolete now. So yeah. you know what I mean. So lumigen's and Mad VRs could all be obsolete, mm-hmm. just like Laserdisc is obsolete. You know, Kaleidoscape could be obsolete someday. Mm-hmm. You oh can, gosh we don't, you can never we don't get, want to talk about
2: that oh i know but, <laughs> but you, yeah we can't guarantee any i would exactly.
1: i never and that's what i re- recommended to my listener i was like i never buy anything thinking anything more than five years if i can get five yeah. years out of it i'm happy mm-hmm. right yeah. after that you're 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 lucky in the tech world yeah. that things will last yeah. five years uh mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, you know, I I took it, I took their
2: information with a grain of salt, you know, and, and we're, we're all just assuming here anyway, but at the, at the end of the day, um, I think um, I'm going to be very happy with this unit. Um, I'm very impressed with, you know, their support. Like, wow, you guys will be able to, you guys are going to log in. And man, the dealer told me they have to pay a $2,000 yearly fee to do that. They Who have knows? to pay mad the VR 2000 a year to have that privilege to of sell logging one logging in. No, to log in, to do, to log into mad VRs and, and do what they do. Oh, There's wow. like all of these fees for everything. I'm, I was just amazed at, you know, just the, what it costs to be a mad VR dealer. So, uh, yeah. And, uh, that's crazy. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm very excited. It gets installed Saturday yeah that's all every everything goes goes as planned i've already made room for it um <laughs> it's gonna be really interesting It'll to see fun. how long it's hooked yeah. up to that nz in nz i keep saying nz in x7 and uh so you this know, is going might,
1: on your older projector correct correct that's yeah, this that's is, awesome that's, That's
2: it's the only reason I bought it is because it's a demo and um, you know, I, I, it's not going to be there if I don't buy it now. So if I wait till the project, it's someone else is going to buy it. So yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's going to be pretty interesting to see how the results long,
1: and every, how long have you had the other projector? How long have you been watching that?
2: This is what three years. I remember awesome. sending an email to Rob. I think the yeah. pandemic Wait a minute, the pandemic had just started or was about to start? Because so, it was a demo. Yep. I, I don't have I ever bought a new one? <laughs> Every JVC projector, this would neck the Z8. Is it, yeah, the Z8 will be my only new one. I've bought an all official demos or refurbs. Yep, JVC. So I've never, I so, think I bought two Epsons. In the early early two thousand or late nineties, that were new. Okay, man, I've owned a lot, a lot of projectors, and yeah, I think I think Epson is the only brand I've ever bought new.
1: Okay, if I'm correct. So, so you're gonna have yeah, a really good um, working knowledge of what you've been watching, and you're gonna see what that tone mapping, what the Mad VR can do for you, yeah. and how how much of an upgrade that can make a projector. It's like, that's, I like, I love that idea of taking an old, something you've been watching for a while and working your way up to that. Cause if you Mm -hmm. have it all put, if you got like a, the new NZ eight and the mad VR at the same time, how do you know which one's the biggest improvement? Right? Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to, I I think you're going to have a lot of fun with that.
2: And you're going to, you're going to be doing the same thing all over again with your new projector. So well that's the and thing
1: you, yeah that's that's you've been
2: rolling with that quite a while that that particular vintage of sony
1: uh for so, uh, uh, four year well no i got it just before i started podcasting i i okay. bought i bought it in 2019 the, same time as okay. you got the jvc okay so i bought that in um uh october of 2019
2: so it's just one generation old like well, mine, it's two it's now. One generation. It's two now because they had. They've replaced one. it twice. They Sony has replaced that generation twice.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's wow, the, okay. I have the two ninety five. The following year, they came out with the three twenty five, and oh, wow, now they okay. just came out with the the 7,000.
2: Okay, I guess JVC is just slower. So, uh,
1: no, what happened was is JVC the year that well one COVID hit, so there should actually be four in there. Remember, there was a year JVC did a did did the uh, tone mapping upgrade, one year. Yeah, but that was just firmware, right? But that was an upgrade, and and, and okay. everybody was raving about it. And it was like, oh, it was a great. I guess it was a really good upgrade. Mm-hmm. But you've had, yeah. And the other thing is, is you haven't done the year we the the year we the year Sony did the three ninety five. I don't think JVC didn't do anything. And then a year after that. That's when the new JVCs came out. The new, um, the year after Sony put out the 395, which is the entry level we're talking about here. The entry level, Mm -hmm. they all, you know, the entire line comes out. But I'm just going by entry level right now. Uh, Then they came out with that. That's when JVC, a year later, came out with their entire laser-based system, which is the Z's, right? And Mm -hmm. now it's only been the last. I think it was May that they announced the new Sony's. So that's why we have Sony has three upgrades and I'm looking at the new, the new Sony's and, uh, but I'm, I'm actually going maybe in another direction, see how long it goes. I have to actually go and see uh, before the sad thing is now it's like, I used to just take the word of my guy and be like, you're gonna like this, blah blah blah. I did some demos on previous projectors, um, but to get to 4K, I was like, which one do I want? And I've I've told you a million times, I wanted the JVC. Hmm. And he he was like, no, no, you you want to get this one. And then when it went on sale, uh, that's it was. Aaron Braden announced it on their podcast. I was listening. I remember the parking lot I was in, and they're like, oh the the sony 295 is on sale at amazon right now i was like yeah. click grab my phone and boop, 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 and bought it i was like all right well
2: it's interesting because that nz9 and the new anniversary version mm-hmm. that they just came out with i mean that's barcode territory pricing so it's like why would why not spend just four thousand dollars five thousand dollars more on mm-hmm. the barcode you know that's the, people don't know, you know the that that you know just they're light cannons and yeah. what
1: the pros use well that's that's the one that my i the next one i've never said this on the podcast uh that's what my that's what jim wants me to get next yeah he said yeah, get that, a barco yeah. he's like bargy
2: what is it the bargy or i can't remember what what it's called he has one picked 30, out
1: for me in my 35 eight, yeah my price my price range he calls it my price range because it's the cheapest one that is quality and he goes when you can get this that's what you would upgrade anything between that and here he goes is just kind of a it would be an upgrade but it'd be but it would be a sideward step he would say Uh because with the lumogen in place and i'm like okay
2: and well they start at 30 don't they yeah okay yeah, yeah that's what i was thinking. you're
1: you're looking at around thirty, but you can you can shop around for used uh get a yeah, demo, demo material demo stuff, so yeah. I'm hoping that if i get one someday um it would be years from now uh but i like as if i within the year, I won't be getting a barco I'll be getting something like uh either the new sony or a new j v c or something like that only because I need another projector. Uh if I yeah. had to I'd just stay with mine, but where I'm building another room and I'm mm-hmm. leaving a projector here for my son, I need another projector and I don't think I can I, I don't think I'll be able to pull off a Barco at that mm-hmm. time. Yeah. And this is the
2: longest I've kept a projector. You know, just because of this project, I've never mm. I would have gotten the NZ7 or 8, you know, when it dropped almost a
1: year ago <laughs> just, why change the bulb just get a whole new one
2: exactly <laughs> well it's because you get so much money for the you know on yeah. the resale market you know if i put this on craigslist yes i'll get at oh, least 100%. half of yes. what i paid at least so every new projector is half price yes you know i don't i don't see the problem with anyone nope. it's like trading in that. a car it's like trading exactly. in exactly car, carl i do it's, it's, it's i was it's thinking easier. the same thing yeah yep It's like, you don't have a lot of miles on the bulb. You've got, I've got the box and everything with it. You know, it's, you know, they just announced a new one. I've got a new one on order. Give this to someone else that can utilize a relatively young machine with not a lot of miles on it. And, you know, you get a lot of your money back. It's not that difficult. Right, right.
1: And it's it's such a fun way to keep updated mm-hmm. in the hobby too and have fun with it um yeah. if you if you have you know like you said it's like I, i'm doing it i want to do it with my um the hard drive for my uh kaleidoscape mm-hmm. i'll i'll sell the 12 and get a 48 and it's and it so it, it kind of helps you with that you know ease the burden of that being mm-hmm. able to do that um I almost did it with the, with the Sony, with my projector, but I ended up putting the money into other upgrades instead. Cause I wanted the 395 when it first came out for, and I, I talked to Jim. I was like, what do you think? I go, it's short money because my, my, my 295 was still fairly new. And I always have another bulb. So whenever hmm. you sell an upgrade, you know, you sell, here's a used projector and a brand new bulb to go with it and you tell them the hours that are on the existing bulb, you can usually get some decent money for that. And say I think the the 395 at the time, a uh, 325 was going for 5500 bucks. I probably could have sold my with the bulb for like 3500 cuz it was only a year mm. old. And you, 35 2 grand and I'm getting the most updated version of that projector. And he agreed. He's like, "Yeah, do it." And he's like, "That's not a bad reason to do it." He goes for short money, for well, relatively right. Um, but then I ended up just keeping my money and working um, towards other things. One of them being the Lumogen. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, but yeah.
2: Back to the MadVR Lumogen, I think they're both remarkable pieces of equipment. I've been very impressed with you know both of them. But I did like the extra features and possibilities yeah. and results I saw with the MadVR. And it's a it was a it was a, you know, acceptable price. So I just grabbed it, and that brings me to Kaleidoscape with their announcements. What did you think? Were you a little disappointed? Seems like a lot of people were disappointed at the end of the day with really you know with just what they announced. I mean, they, they were they were expecting a lot more. Seems like a new software updates, more titles, Criterion maybe some Criterion titles for, for, uh, finally. So,
1: um, f- uh, let me uh, tell me what you think people or what you were expecting. Okay. Cause honestly, I, I don't read a lot. I don't read a lot of forums yeah. and that's why I started. Yeah. That's why I started the green room yeah. is because I, yeah. I don't get into, I don't like to get into speculation on stuff like that. Sure. I have fun with the, um, like what we're talking about with, um, rings of power and stuff getting is that going to come physical i that that's a fun speculation but what a company like like a kaleidoscape or any of the projectors or any of these uh or Lumigen mad vr what are they doing what's their future going to be like i'm like i i'm a more of a here and now enjoy my stuff that i have and then so for instance kaleidoscape this is how oblivious i am to this stuff kaleidoscape does their announcement didn't know they were anything was coming i didn't know when they were going to announce anything. And I was like, oh, my, my intention was to get the, the Terra 24. And now they said they're doing the Terra 22 to replace the 18. And I'm like, well, wait, wait, what happened to the 24? I didn't even know that they had discontinued the 24 and they had done it a few months. I don't pay attention. I just like, okay. Mm -hmm. So that announcement, that was all good news to me. I was like, that that seems pretty cool. Um, I like the twenty-two. I want to go with a twenty-four, a full size with the and so that's why I'm going to a forty-eight. Um, but uh yeah, what what do you think people were disappointed about or you in particular?
2: Yeah. Okay, the conversations I had uh concerning the hard drives are are that same conversation I brought up with you guys in the past um i don't understand the need for um really any of that stuff beyond you know 6 terabytes because everything's in the cloud i just downgraded my iphone from 1 te- 1 gig to back down to 500 because i'm just keeping so much of it in the cloud now i i was barely over uh 250 uh, gigs on my mm-hmm. on my iphone and just like and and it's interesting because um one of these youtubers said and well maybe it was on the show av rant or or one of them that i think it's an an upgrade for bragging rights these new uh i think it was ht guys that actually brought this up yes i think these new drives are just good for bragging rights for youtubers to yeah you know show their little photos of the new drives in their systems you know get more clicks more views of their posh equipment and realistically um and I had this conversation I won't say with who but uh you know people that utilize those machines and sell those machines and they agree they don't I more, more and more users are utilizing the cloud, let Kaleidoscape inventory, let Kaleidoscape maintain that inventory. Why do we need to buy, be buying more spinning hard drives, more boxes to maintain, take up space, when you have that cloud system that you can take advantage of, download in less than 10 minutes, anytime, delete, download, unlimited amounts, with two gig fiber, now you can once they finally have hardware that can take advantage of these two and five gig you know um, networks around the U.S. and they finally get spinning hard drives that can write fast enough to take advantage of that as well. We'll have users, their customers, downloading HDR films in less than five minutes. You know, why would anyone want to keep these huge boxes? On site, when they can take advantage of the cloud and let Kaleidoscape do all that work for them. So you want that me to was answer? <laughs> those were my concerns. Okay, you want you know, me to my you know, and I want to see. I want to, as an analyst, I'm an analyst. I want to see what they're going to do to survive in the future. I, I want to see a Kaleidoscape with. I want them to survive every new bump and we've talked about the bumps coming it's not if it is when and I want to see them be able to pivot and survive those um speed bumps that are coming and I want to know what they're doing to attract more customers in the tens of thousands and not just you know what they're doing now and what they what they have planned to attract more of a mainstream audience you know i don't i don't have a problem with the price structure or any of that myself but i want to see more people that have an interest in this film cinema lovers um subscribe to their service and jump on board and i'm not i'm not seeing that any 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 change to that anytime soon so that those are, those are my concerns. And, you know, frankly, you know, one of my favorite directors, Robert Bersan, is not available in Kaleidoscape. You know, and this is a, a historic filmmaker with amazing cinema history. And they've been around 20 years and they still have none of his titles. You know, mm-hmm. just, now, it, it's, okay. it's almost criminal that, you know, right. I, uh, many of my favorite directors are not available on this service. Okay, and I just think that's completely unacceptable. Okay. So, yeah. Now, but, so th- those to are be some fair, of my to concerns. Be fair, let, let the listeners know you I own had. a Kaleidoscape, so yeah, you, I do. You I, I, I love it. the service. I okay. love the service, but I want right. to see.
1: I want to see a lot more from them. Okay. So. Now, can I can I retort to each of your <laughs> points? So you've answered all your questions you've literally answered all of your questions. They're all right there. You want everybody to have at a decent price point, which you said. Not, did, not, not, no, it, no, 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 let me, I it it didn't say, didn't did, say did, did, did. the decent price point
2: or any particular price point. I want to know what they're doing to attract already, more. Carl,
1: they're already doing it. You, you have a six terabyte system, which you can upload and download to your heart's content. Yeah. So that's available. So you're asking them for something that you already have that you're doing. That's point one. Point two. Why would somebody want this box with all this content on it? You're talking to somebody that wants that box with all this content on it. Sure, there and are here, users that do. Right. So they have that. And do you here? And I'll give you two reasons why. I'll give you my reason because I sit in my room and I don't like that. Ten minutes is too long. I got a <laughs> kaleidoscope so that I can jump from one movie and one movie scene from another movie and jump back and forth because to me, it was too long to switch out the disc. Now it takes longer than, and now it's going to take 10 minutes to switch out if I don't have it all right there. So if I have my entire collection at the touch of a finger, like boom, there it is. And you have a kaleidoscope you know how great and how quickly you can access get out of one movie and go into the next. Okay. That's one reason. The other reason, not everybody has internet. Kaleidoscape will deliver a hard drive, deliver a, a 48 terabyte hard drive loaded with movies. It, this box has never seen the internet. So what do you do to, for that? Some people don't have access to the cloud. Yachts. Uh, (laughs) That's not even a joke. They have a huge, I, I know, I know. S- uh, marine section, right? Sure.
2: Okay. But that's not a mainstream audience. That it know, is that's...
1: for Kaleidoscape. It's yeah. not for us. The other thing is, you said there's this is huge. Like you want like all these cinemaphiles to have access to this. Well, they do. They can get it, but they just choose not to. Why do they have to? And why does Kaleidoscape have to? Sell to more people. Ferrari doesn't sell to more people. I'm well, a car lover, but they yeah. haven't lowered and done all the things that would make a, a Ferrari sure. more accessible.
2: But when I, when I say cinephiles, I mean they don't have the catalog, they don't have the films that but those. Yeah, those and I hadn't gotten to that
1: point yet. But now let me ask you this: Do you think either a that your favorite directors want to be on Kaleidoscape and Kaleidoscape's saying no, or b kaleidoscape would love to have them on but these studios these smaller studios aren't doing it because kaleidoscape wants all the content they can get <clears throat> so I don't, which,
2: I don't i don't, I don't, don't the answer, know the you know, answer to that but no, I, I don't and, it, and i wouldn't want to assume anything i don't know what but it sounds re- like I, you are
1: because you're blaming <laughs> kaleidoscape for the content not being there which means under your assumption you're saying like kaleidoscape's closing the door on all these smaller directors yeah. or favorite or your favorite directors.
2: Well, I've asked those questions, but they're they're not able to tell me be,
1: they, because they they, they, they told they, right they yeah. they can't put that up. How would how would you like it if I said to like if I told my listeners, "Hey, everybody!" Like, and you, obviously you didn't say this. I asked Carl to be on my home theater podcast, but he said, "Go screw." <laughs> Is that yeah. good? No, well, but I'm not I, saying that people are saying that to Kaleidoscape or vice versa, but there's it's called a conflict of interest and what you hmm. don't want to do is if you say something about one studio like say Lionsgate says I, we don't want to do work with Kaleidoscape but and another studio says we love Kaleidoscape but we just haven't gotten the means to get our stuff over there yet you say nothing about both and now it's it's neutral across the board whereas if sure. you only tell people the good stuff from one studio that isn't on your thing they're like we're working really hard with them and they're going to be on here soon you say nothing until anything exists so you because you otherwise you're disparaging just by not saying you, you see what yeah. i mean so sure. it's kaleidoscape wants it and i'm sure they said that to you too i'm like we'd love to have all of these con this content we're working diligently and we would love to have that but we have no information for you right now and that's pretty yeah. much been their response. I've heard that yeah. from other people too about stuff.
2: It's just, it's really remarkable when I can get these said directors on every other platform, but except for Kaleidoscape. And I'm just like trying to wrap my head around what, what do these distributors have against this company? Or what, why is it so difficult for this one company not to be able to have that material? It's just, it's fascinating to me. So, I, I I have no idea. I would. I can imagine. literally get a Robert Bresson film on right. every other service.
1: It's yeah. Like, so then you they, have it. I what is? It, but Kaleidoscape doesn't have to be a one stop shop either. Sure. You have a Blu-ray player. You have an Apple TV. Mm-hmm. We have streaming. And I said that when I got mine. I'm like, if and I, and I I worded this specifically for being, and I stand by it if you want to have access to the best possible content, you should have a Kaleidoscape in your system because it doesn't mean that that sentence doesn't mean Kaleidoscape has the best, all the best possible content, but it has some content that cannot be found in a better format anywhere else. But there are other ways to get even better, not even better, but better or equal to Kaleidoscape elsewhere and i mean we've been over the examples but that's it doesn't it's not a one-stop shop nothing mm-hmm. nothing carl in home theater is a one-stop shop nothing yeah right it's like <laughs> what's that <laughs> i want it to be <laughs> i know you do but nothing is you know and it's like bought yeah i bought I bought,
2: my yeah, I bought my Kaleidoscape second hand mm-hmm. i wanted to get you know i just found one that was basically half price 3100 yeah, you got bucks, the strato
1: got did you get a, yeah. a
2: strata s strata or a... s yep yeah, the s and it's it's the all-in-one unit
1: too it's like the perfect so you're not even getting for. the 10 minute downloads yet
2: no no i i not, our network is really pushing it let me see i think uh hd film takes 16 minutes and the h last hdr film was 28 oh that's good tw- 28
1: minutes that's pretty something good. like that um, that's I've had a few here, mean, even with the you know, terror. We got
2: yeah, we got two gig, but on uh, Cat eight, and uh, and it's and uh, or is it Cat seven? Now now I can't remember. We just upgraded these cables not too long ago, and I was actually talking to Lee about doing the same thing. But anyway, it's you know the new AT and T two and five, and we did the two, and you know I'm just i am excited that you know i'm i'm really eager to see new clientscape hardware that takes advantage of that and of course you know dolby vision and hdr 10 plus that everyone else wants you know it'll be nice to see that so and i'm sure it'll happen one day and you guys you don't even have, you shouldn't uh, even
1: care about dolby
2: vision anymore i know with the i know VR. <laughs> i want i want my hdr 10 i want my hdr 10 plus why <laughs> You don't Just need to have it.
1: it. You don't need it for mad VR.
2: <laughs> the mad Still, VR. I want it on I want it on the box. I want it <laughs> I want it to say on the back, on the <laughs> back of the box. Oh, you're all about <laughs> so the are badging. Other, there are lots of other users that probably do have a um Kaleidoscape with a television. I don't want to assume there aren't Kaleidoscape users without televisions. I'm sure there're plenty of of users with televisions and they should provide that high-end Feature to those users as well. It's not all projectors, and I don't want to make any assumptions that it is just only co- projector users that are buying colitis Oh, you know, nobody's ever be, said that. Nobody uh, ever well, said that. Well, I just that, hear, oh, but... it's all, it's, just, we're primarily projector, and, you know, but, you know, who cares about the TV owners? But, you know, it's just, it should be, it's a high end, you know, uh, service, and, and it, why, why doesn't it have, you know, everything, else available it should it should have that stuff and I, i'm i'm i know it'll come one day yeah and i'm eager to see it happen so
1: it's also uh, yeah it's a dolby vision is it, it's the licensing yeah Cloudscape's so. already like paying crazy they've got the licenses for all these studios they're in that co- yeah. in the content and it's like i i don't have a problem with it and when mm-hmm. it, it, m- most most of their um clients clientele run projectors so if you know what i mean like so if, if if you were to ask your clients to vote on it you go in that direction why would you spend money to upgrade something right now to, to attract those other customers it's no, all you already have about, those other, you, you know, know no, but you already I'm have thinking those in those the analyst customers.
2: mind here what what are you doing to attract what are you doing to you know, for the future, what, what, what are you doing? But Carl, I would, to be honest,
1: I would think that most of the people that talk about it, not having Dolby vision are people that don't have a kaleidoscape and have no intention of getting one. They, they're saying it as a derogatory thing. Like, Oh, it's a piece of crap. It doesn't have Dolby vision. When that's not the, Mm -hmm. you know, that's, it's a, it's a small limitation that when, if you actually Mm -hmm. experience one, you have, and you have, you'll know it's not a limitation. And that's, sure. that's well, what I mean. So it's like the people that are saying it are like, oh, wow. You know how you could, I, I don't think adding Dolby vision, it, I I guess this is a long way of saying adding Dolby vision to Kaleidoscape isn't going to make their sales go through the roof. Right. I don't, I wouldn't
2: want to assume anything. So right. I, you know, I, I just am eager to see them add features and, and content to attract more customers at the end of the day. Because you know that's that's how I see them. Why do you um,
1: want? Why do you want them to have more customers so bad?
2: Because of the future that I know is coming down the pipeline. Yeah. So and uh, so is yeah. Ferrari I mean, worried about it? They're a the, company. It's, there, it's they're, I'm sure they want More customers themselves. I don't know any customer. I don't know any company that doesn't want more customers. So. Oh, I do.
1: <laughs> I do. For um, okay, so Carl, one when, when they rolled out the iPhone. Were you happy that they are, they released it to the world?
2: Yeah, it was beautiful, but I was living in England that Carl, they year didn't release it to the world. They didn't release it to England because I had to wait right. to get back to the States. To get
1: it. Right, and not only that, Carl, do you remember? I couldn't
2: buy that thing anywhere in England in 07. It was 07, right? Right. Yeah.
1: Okay, Carl, and do you remember when they, when they did release it, what carrier did they release it to? All of them? Nope, AT&T. Exactly because they hadn't they hadn't
2: gotten you know the agreements Mm -hmm. whatnot on Mm -hmm. the other characters or no it was or they only trusted
1: them maybe they only trusted no no
2: who knows
1: no no it was the infrastructure they knew that this thing would be such a juggernaut that if they hit all the celta it wouldn't perform right because if if verizon and at&t were both to come out at the same time, the entire country would be getting these things and it would, it would shut down the internet for, for all intents and purposes, right? The cell internet. Yeah. So then your, your iPhone wouldn't work well. Now, it, that, and now this is all true. It's like, just think of like when they release a move or remember when um Disney plus came out day one, everybody's on Disney plus and they're like, this is this stinks and blah blah because blah, everybody's downloading everything, the whole world. But then it smooths out because every everything calms down and not everybody's downloading all at once, and they get the they get the bumps out of the way. Same idea. A company like Kaleidoscape, where you're supposed to, their servers have to grow with them. And this is all speculation on my part, just yeah. off of just off a history of of the <sighs> internet and people downloading stuff. If Kaleidoscape all of a sudden became for the masses. Do you know what, like all of a sudden they release, uh, if they ever do release like a thousand dollar version of this, that will mean that they have upconverted their infrastructure and their servers to be able to serve that many people. They have to do it at such a pace that they can accommodate their customers. Because if you can't accommodate your customers, your product is crap, right? And that's why, and that's why Apple rolled out the iPhone the way they did so that the product would be good and solid for as long as it did. And then once they had everything in place and worked out the bugs with Android, because that's the other reason it was a different platform, but it was twofold. I got to imagine. And again, no working, no no knowledge other than just looking through history at how people, how companies have done stuff like this. It makes sense. I do it with my own business, Carl. I don't take on new dealerships. People be like, DJ, we got, I got, I could give you like 10 cars a week. I'm like, but I have a full week. If you said you have one car a week here and there, you'd be more apt, but they're trying to attract me to get me to come in. I'm like, if I come in and do 10 cars for you, I don't have the time to do that. My other dealers are going to suffer. I'm in it. I'm in a, you know, uh, um, my business is being customer service. So if I'm not giving good customer service and I'm watering myself down, that's going to hurt my business because now I'm going to, everybody's going to be like, DJ's no good. He can't get here when I need him. You see what I mean? So it's like, I feel like that's part of the price structure. That's part of everything to keep everything like, okay, we can handle this pace. And, you know, it, it, if they go under, I'm wrong. But, I, they've been around for 20 years and they've fought yeah. through a lot of battles. So I yeah. I, I think and, they'll and be I'm, doing well.
2: Yeah. I'm glad I jumped on board. I, but I, you know, I looked for something secondhand and when that wave hits, I didn't invest that much in it in the first place in case they do disappear. When that, when those elephants wake up. So, uh, you you're know, elephants, I, you're
1: all fi- You're infamous elephants. I, th-
2: the, I I, I think there'll be more than one. But uh, let me refill this water real quick. All
1: righty. You go refill your water. Uh, <laughs> I'll keep talking. Oh, his his infamous elephants. He's been talking. He's been emailing me for, I don't know, since I got mine, since before I got mine, that the elephants in the room, elephants, somebody's going to take come out with something equal to Kaleidoscape. Uh, I'll ask him when he gets back. But it's like, uh, it's yes, Kaleidoscape right now is in the unique position that they are the only one doing this. Uh, but just because like another company comes along and does it, it that's never. It's never really mm-hmm. destroyed the first company. It's just created a competition, which it's, is always yeah, good, your for people, right? man, is, good for the competition, right, man? It's good for the customer, is, the consumer. Yeah.
2: I think we're living in a, a really exciting time because you know we've oh, got yeah. lossless music you know, with Apple and two other title and maybe Rune. a few more companies now doing lossless and lossless videos next. It's, it's happening. And I think yeah. we're going to see it happen in a big way. I, I think we'll see Netflix. We'll see Disney plus we'll I see don't. every, I think we will. I, I think disagree. everyone's going to compete. I disagree. Gonna, uh, there'll be a couple elephants wake up first and they'll say, hmm, yep. Um, I think you know we're ready to compete with this, and I think we will be seeing. You know, definitely within the five-year mark, at least half of the streaming services competing with loss—the word lossless. I think that right. is our future See, because AT and T, we can now get these fiber networks with two and five gig net. You know, speeds. They want to take advantage of that, yeah,
1: Carl. You've got to you know? you've got to let that go because yeah, most of the country doesn't have that access. Exactly,
2: not right. now, but they will eventually. Right. A lot of the it's country gonna take has over five one day. years
1: for most of the country yeah. to get That's that. That's what I'm
2: saying. Five years time, I think you know a lot of people will have the two, at least the two. Where that I have would agree with, now.
1: I don't even know about that. I I honestly don't unless they get to a um a satellite based infrastructure right where Mm -hmm. then maybe you're right when that happens when we can get to like a two gig satellite based infrastructure that's Mm -hmm. how you will get it but there's there are more people around the i mean the cities right they all have the cities have most of the population in 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 a state in any given state right so you have this all these people living in, say, like a Boston area or an Austin area, Houston, Dallas, L.A., all of the you have these all metropolitan areas, they have access to it. But then once you get outside of that, it, it, the infrastructure that it takes to to provide that to everybody, it's it, it's daunting and it takes a long time for it to filter its way out to the to the to the rest of the country. And there's, and there's even more rural places in the Midwest and stuff like that. There are places that don't even have th- the speeds that I'm getting and I'm in the woods here. So yeah. there's a lot of people, H, the HT guys talk about it all the time. Cause they've been saying it for a while as well. And people write into them and say, I don't have, they've been doing dial up still or, or whatever. So sure. Until that happens, until we can find a way to get it to them without wires, where it's a satellite base, I I don't, I don't see that taking Mm. off when you can, where I will agree with you is that when we can get to a stream and that's what it would take probably a two gig connection, but then you've got to also figure nobody else is using it because every, the infrastructure is so important and, you know,
2: You say stream, stream, but you know know what Apple's doing, they're downloading, you're watching a download with Apple, you know, know. it's downloading it, but it's just deleting it afterwards. It downloads a packet, you watch the packet that's been downloaded, and it deletes it. But it's an audio, it's
1: it's a five minute, say it's a five minute song, and it's audio only. How do you do that? How do you do that with an 80 gigabyte video?
2: They'll do it. They always do.
1: I, I know but, it'll happen. Right. Well right now. Collide wait. right now yeah. right now, call Collide Escape is has ten minutes on eighty gigabytes. Yeah. Right? Ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Now and you have to have a one gig to get that. And a lot of people don't have most people don't have a one gig. So that's yeah. and just think about what's going on to download a one uh, a eighty mm-hmm. gigabyte file yeah. in ten minutes. That yeah. is a it lot. Might not, of it might not
2: require, but we'll see. I think I think I'm excited. I it's going to happen, and we'll we'll see. We'll see what it is. You know, it's it's far beyond what we could imagine, and uh, you know, I just think, you know, that uh, the future looks very bright with some of the future some of those videos streaming formats and I'm I'm pretty excited about it
1: I don't think that they're going to do it because like I've said it you've heard me say it on the podcast like Apple for instance has the best in my opinion in most people's opinion the best streaming box right it's like a like 180 dollars 170 dollars it's the best streaming box you can get for video and audio quality and the masses want a cheaper version. So why would Netflix now the best streaming box, the best streaming service, which is in my opinion is Apple TV. Most people don't care. So nobody is clamoring to put out even what Apple's already putting out on Apple TV Netflix isn't clamoring to put out at a higher bit rate. All of these streamers are are they're not looking to get better. They're looking to get more efficient at what they're already doing. Yeah, nobody's and, and, clamoring and better, for higher quality except for you and
2: I. I. I wish I could tell you more, but <laughs> but yeah, it, it, there's some exciting stuff in the pipeline. And just, I'm very eager to get that email from you that says, "Oh, fuck, Language. what the fuck? Language. What just? What is this?" And it'll happen. It might be a year from now, but whole, I, I'm gonna get. You'll you'll probably go up and do a an emergency podcast or something. And it was like, oh wow,
1: you cracked me is up. Crazy. Well, I don't <laughs> I, nothing. <laughs> Unless, <laughs> unless I get an email from Kaleidoscape that they close their doors like tomorrow, no. but why would there, nobody could make an announcement that would make me say that about like, we'll like for a Kaleidoscape <laughs> to be like, Oh no, Apple's going to be doing download, you know, lossless movies. Great. but Why would yeah. I say, OF? Oh, F. Be, just
2: if, if you see more than one elephant.
1: Yeah, At but why would time. I? Why would I say we already have more than one elephant now in all the stream? For- think of all the streaming services you just named. Are any of them going out of business?
2: No. Then why would
1: yeah. why would I think that? Why would we'll I get? See. Why would I say? Oh, f. <laughs> Give me the reason why I would go. Oh my God! Somebody's doing what <laughs> Kaleidoscape is doing.
2: No, it's not. It's not about Kaleidoscape, but yeah. It's What's just, it about? I think, just it could be something that is announced by one of the other streaming services. So. Right,
1: but like, why would I? But you haven't said why I would say oh f. Like, what what uh, would make you have get to upset? wait?
2: You'll have to wait a year from now and find out.
1: Why wouldn't I just no? But you don't have to tell me what it is, Carl. But why wouldn't I just be happy for it? Sure,
2: I'm just exaggerating. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're exaggerating the wrong direction. Exaggeration is like he'll be happy or he'll be ecstatic. Not he'll be happy, but I'm exaggerating. He'll be angry
2: no it wasn't anger it was like excitement
1: oh oh like oh f like yay yeah
2: exactly yeah but
1: i don't i don't swear unless i'm angry so that's why i would get that's the only reason you would ever get me to swear nobody ever said like if if i I went out in my driveway and my kids bought me a new corvette i wouldn't be like oh f i'd probably (laughs) just start crying (laughs) when are you gonna get your vet well, I'm building a house now so that I was just talking to a guy today, a buddy of mine at one of my dealerships. So, um, I've never told this story on the podcast. Uh, my truck that I use for work is a, uh, Toyota Tundra. And before that I had, I was driving a Toyota Tacoma and I buy all my car- these cars from the same Toyota dealership that I've been working at for 25 years doing what I do. And, um, so anyways, uh, I was in the market, this is eight years ago, seven years ago. I was in the market to upgrade my truck. I'd had my previous uh Tacoma for like eight years and I put on forty thousand miles a year, so I was at like three hundred and something thousand miles on my Tacoma and I'm like, I need a new truck and I want to get bigger. I was, you know, I could afford it and I wanted to get a tundra. And the guy at the the, the general manager calls me up one day. I was coming home from Canada from a hockey tournament and he goes, do you want a Tuka Rask's Tundra? And I was like, who? Yeah. So if you don't know who Tuka Rask is, he was the goalie for the Boston Bruins and they had a deal with him where he'd lease a vehicle. And I was like, yeah. So I went in, that's what I ended up buying and that's what I have. The way the story comes around, there's a salesman in there, my buddy Alex. (laughs) He wanted it. He wanted a Tundra. And he had to buy another one, but he wanted two Karasks. So we're talking, this is last year. And we, we've had a, like, we've been talking about this for We have very similar tastes in a lot of things. And he, he told me he bought a new Corvette with his father. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. First the truck, now the vet, because my son and I want to buy the vet together. And that's what, so it's like all of this stuff is coming up. And he had just asked me today. He's like, when are you getting your vet? Because I was supposed to be getting it this I was supposed to be putting the order in now for next spring. And I was like, no, nope, not happening. It's going another year. Cause I'm building a house and I gotta, I gotta put all my end, a- efforts into that. So, um, but yeah, I was just telling him, but it, it, it's just funny how the coincidence, like him and I have just like been like on mm-hmm. the same path. All the way I'm through.
2: really excited about that house. Um, are you going to be staying in the same town city that you yes. are currently we're, in?
1: We're trying to, we're trying to stay cause my kids are here. Um, mm-hmm. and that was one of the difficult things for my parents. Cause my parents, they live in, in my hometown where I grew up and they've been there for, you know, their whole, not their whole life. They actually moved like I did. They moved from a town to a cheaper town to build their house And then when it was time for me to move, I was like, I can't stay in that town. So I needed to move to where I am now because it was way, way cheaper. I built for probably a third of the price that it would have cost me to stay in my hometown when I built this house. So I want to stay in this town. I I love it out here. I can afford it out here. I can get way Mm -hmm. more from my money out here. Um, So that's what I want to do. And my kids are out here. That's my, my daughter going to be living in the area. She just, she actually just bought a house. Uh, my son's getting this house. So we want to be close to them. And that's, that's what I'm trying. That's what okay, we're trying cool. to do. we are looking yeah, at the land that, right now.
2: Yeah. I'm, I'm impressed that you're actually, I think this is still a part of the plan. You're going to have your parents um, yes. in, a, in a portion of the yeah, structure. As well. Yeah.
1: The, uh, the, the selling point, especially with them is, and it was a joke. It was a running joke, but it was like, We're going to build a house and my, the, the idea I have right now, the plans I have right now is like a three car garage in the middle with a little in-law on one side and then our house, which will be a little house on the other side. And then we can get to each other in a snowstorm through the garage. (laughs) Okay, cool. And then you've got, so you'll have privacy as
2: far as the theater space then. Yeah. I want to put your cinema underneath me. Yeah. Okay, cool. So she can not have to he- listen to yeah. any cinema stuff. Okay, yeah. that's great. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, you guys have basements. We don't have basements I in know. Texas. What about, what about Radon, though? Is that that always kind no. of New England, <clears throat> Radon, I always concerned me? Right.
1: Well, here's the interesting thing. In the town I'm in, like my, where I'm sitting right now in my basement, I'm very, like Radon, floods, all of that good stuff. Uh, and this really does play into home theater because when I built this house, right, I stood on the road when I bought this piece of land and I knew the pitch of the road, the way it was going to go. And I'm like, we're in really good shape. Um, where I grew up, my parents bought a house at the end of a road in a cul-de-sac and the way the land was, um, everything pitched towards the house. The first year we were in the house, in the springtime, the basement flooded and not like a little water on the floor. It flood, it was, it's a split level house and it flooded four steps deep because all the water came in, like your entire, their entire basement was like ruined. It wasn't finished, but it was like, it was like a pool. It was four, like Mm. almost three feet deep of water. So they had to re they had to cut up the floor, put in french drains all the way around they had to put in the special system where it pumps the water out because it still gets water but now it all gets pumped out my point and all that is i learned a lot because my bedroom when i was a kid was in the pump room was had the pump in it so that thing was going off like every seven seconds so when i build a house i'm very cognizant of the lay of the land where the water is the house i'm sitting in right now is literally i have a walkout basement my basement is a foot above the original grade. So I'm not near, I'm not, the water table is even below that. Radon? No, non-existent. Because I'm, for all intents and purposes, I'm above the ground. It's just that you bring in material to build the house around you because we also have on-property septic system Um, so everything, you know, I have a leaching field and stuff like that. So when you look at my house from the street, it just looks like a yard to the house, but all that material was brought in and that's what I'm probably going to be doing. Depends on the lay of the land that I get, but it'll be similar to that. So yes, I'm very aware of all that stuff. It's not like we dig a hole in the ground and then put my house in it. My house is built around it. Okay. And that's all right so it eases my mind on flood issues in this area anyways you know and radon yeah. and all that good stuff
2: all right so, excellent yeah i'm excited
1: to see that go me too um, and uh hopefully it still yeah, happens to, you never know things change things yeah. fly i mean it's you know you never know but that's the way we're going right now you know you're and, building uh, one look at what's going on with you
2: yeah It's, um, yeah, it's just, uh, I'm eager to see it. It's, it's going to be a black box, completely black box space. yeah You know, I, I've, I've rare, I've never seen, uh, any, any home theater just completely black, like that one we experienced at the, um, Academy of motion pictures museum. I I was just stunned and, you know, it's, I mean, other than walking into a Dolby cinema, you know, it's black. But home theater wise, yeah, it's always something, you know, decorative or something. And I just don't have any interest in that. And and things, things in theaters just kind of bring me anxiety. Anyway, I don't like to have things behind me. I've been in (laughs) home theaters with, you know, trophies or posters, right? And just. You just want to concentrate on the movie, on the content. Yeah, yeah, I don't, it's a distraction. I don't want yep. to walk into a cinema and see posters or, you know, anything other than blackness. You're not going to see and, anything in yours. Yeah, in the <laughs> seats. Yeah. And, you know, I, 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 for your viewers, I do not, we, E and I do not like home cinema theater seats. You know, we, I, I don't think mm. they're intimate. You can't snuggle you know like you would in, on a on something like a couch a loveseat or something like that we don't want a couch or loveseat either in the cinema i we we're gonna have we're, lawn we're chairs? Really, i'm sorry <laughs> said, what are you going to have lawn chairs so you don't no, like cinema remember, seats you don't like couches we're going to have What's we're going to have moon pods we're going to have moon oh, pods God. and uh bean bags <laughs> lots of moon pods and bean bags these moon it's pods It's going to be like you're floating wonderful. in space yeah it's just i i love <laughs> It's, That's awesome. It's so funny. It's so funny because Elizabeth are they gonna we... be black? Yes, oh. everything
1: will be black. Yeah. <laughs> but it's gotta be black. Like it, it, ha- it can't be leather. That reflects light.
2: No, Um, it's it's a velvety material. Nice. Um, that, yeah, it, it'll be nice. <laughs> uh, um, if
1: you went in there, don't we'll even turn it by. on. We'll have
2: some traditional bean bags as well. You yeah, know, for kids and and coming around or whatever. That'll and, be like
1: know. a deprivation tank for God's sakes.
2: Yeah, it'll, it will really it'll, will. If you don't turn yeah, anything on? Yeah, it'll it'll um you know, it's going to be designed by their engineers and acoustician, so um they'll they'll get all of that stuff sorted so we have the appropriate sound and everything. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's we selected the speakers and that's it. That's what we and yeah. this, and the projector. Everything else is kind of up to them
1: because it's it's going to be very room specific well, what's left i mean you were asking in the green room you that that was a pretty cool yeah to start yeah the about audio the, the audio
2: components yeah. we don't we don't know what's going to be appropriate for that space because you know the traditional very popular um devices are typically um trenov um storm yeah. Um, and all, all of these very popular products, and they're beautiful products, but they're massive. They're designed for these larger spaces. You know, I think the smallest is 16 channel for a off, and we only have, you know, 7.4.4, and that's so nine. You know, it's a, that's such
1: 7.4.4 is more than nine.
2: Well, the four, four <laughs> is, uh, you know, the built-in amplifiers with the, you know, I mean, the four subs. But yeah, but know, seven as far seven, as the four, surrounds and seven four is
1: eleven right there. So you're looking at yeah. an eleven channel. That's what I'm running right now.
2: But exactly. Then, but as far as speakers wise, it's just no, no, no.
1: And that's what I'm saying. You can. I yeah. want to have front wides. So now I'm at thirteen.
2: Yeah, the, it's not appropriate. The the acoustician. You know, I mentioned that right. in an email. They they do not like those that approach, especially in this small space that we right. have. There, it's the,
1: yeah. What's the di- they, what's the they, dimensions? It's it's even smaller uh, 20, than mine. 20, right? by 20 feet long by oh, 13 long. feet wide. That's bigger nine, than my room. You know, yeah. I'm that's, sorry. That's bigger than my room. Mine's really? about 18 had... by 11, 11 and oh, a half. Okay. I would have front Man, wides you're, now, you're, but I don't, I have a door where one of the wides uh, would be. Well, the acoustician we're working
2: with, you know, he works with the Moody Center. He's worked with ACL. They helped design the sound system in those massive. You know, yeah. professional, beautiful uh, theaters in our city. So I, we're going to go with these guys. They know what they're doing, and and they're oh, very. Oh, are going to have a great experience. no doubt. Everything. Yeah, yeah. And for our particular space, they were against it, so I didn't want to push them or anything. Yeah, they we want we want nice separation. You know, we were thinking. You know, I I brought up the fact that you know, do we want nine speakers? Um, you know, around the perimeter right you know, my to, nine mains
1: instead of seven so that yeah. would be front wides
2: yeah so but this it's too small no just
1: not wides but kind of i, I can't remember
2: what they call a position but it, it, they said yeah it's too small for even that so hmm.
1: that's um, weird because front wides in a like front wides actually expand your front stage but they also help with your pans from front to rear i would love them right now because like you yeah. have that big jump from the front left channel, say to your yeah. right, to your left. Yeah, I was very excited channel. about
2: them as well. Yeah, because yeah. Rob loves them, and I walked into Origin all excited about front wides, and they were right. like, "Man, it's we, you know, it's we just don't recommend it with this size room."
1: Hmm. So um, that's funny. We, that's they, good on them, though, for not they, even they, being they, like, "Oh, great, you want to spend more money? We'll do it." Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. I, we, on that. we were very, we were
2: very, you know, it's their. You know, they're the artists. That those they're the professionals. I don't want to step on their feet or get in their way. You know, this is their canvas. At the end of the day, and we're you know all black canvas. You know, we're we're hiring them to 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 be the artists. And I'm not I'm not an engineer. I you know I don't know anything about that stuff. I've just done you know home theater for you know forever. And you know I just want to leave it up to the professionals. I know. There's, and it's like your, your, um, calibrator, what is his name again? Jim. Remind me. He, you know, he stays away from those YouTube sites. You know, you mentioned he doesn't, yeah, forums and all of that. And the, and the home, you know, the, the dealers are the same way. They, they do not engage with any of that YouTube stuff. They don't watch any of that stuff. They don't watch, they don't listen to podcasts. Right. They don't know anything about this stuff and they just stay away from that stuff. So, cause it is a lot of noise and I, I do enjoy watching, you know, a lot of those channels, but it's just entertainment. I just take it for what it is. Um, the AV Nirvana guys, you know, that, you know, I do enjoy mm-hmm. watching those videos and, and the CDS stuff has been very entertaining just watching the stereotypical white male, you know, get excited about all of these massive spaces with, you know, entire walls of, of Macintosh amplifiers or whatever. And it's like, yeah, it's very entertaining. And that, and that's, and that's, that's it. Um, but, uh, I, I, you know, I kind of feel like Larry David and, engaging with you in emails you know i just i don't i want to be the guy curbing your enthusiasm <laughs> <laughs> oh nothing
1: you're trying like hell and you're the one getting upset
2: exactly i just feel like larry david that way <laughs>
1: but you're like you're like you're trying to bring me down you keep trying to, you're telling me that all and this it, stuff is gonna you know elephant, and it's like but you even your phrase it's like a
2: fake anger like i mentioned to you it's a fake character and I, know. I get, I get, I get, uh, passionate about it and it brings out the Larry David in me. And, and it's fun because, you know, John is so calming and he's, he's like the voice of reason on the program. <laughs> really,
1: He's the voice of reason. He's the voice because the, the, the texts and stuff I get from him, cause he's in the forums all the time. He
2: curbs your enthusiasm. Oh, not
1: at John- all. <laughs> do, sometimes do you he know does. what that phrase means <laughs> like i think you have an issue with phrases because like you told no. me like like let's take elephant in the room for a minute you keep saying elephant in the room but then you told me it's going to be a good thing elephant in yeah. the room is a bad thing nobody wants the elephant no, in the no. room it's, it's, it's it a giant be, it negative be. that nobody wants no i it can't
2: it's, it's not always a negative i don't agree that it's always a negative no we're give me igno- an elephant in the
1: room that would be a positive give me no, where, where somebody would say an elephant in the room like it's something I that I nobody wants to talk about positives everybody wants to talk about well when was the last time you were in a room and nobody wanted to say oh my god i don't want to talk about this but i'm rich
2: no <laughs> no but well i i don't consider it you know maybe in, in the stereotypical use of it but it's just something that's that the point of a phrase um, stereotypical it's a, <laughs> yeah it's just i don't know dj it's a good question it's just like i you know i brought up the fact that you know lossless video there are elephants in the room because of things i've agreed to not say i can't say no
1: no no i know i'm i'm not getting into that i'm just saying like yeah. you like that's how i was using it you att- you said I mean, it's elephant just, in the- it's, yeah, but it's you're like the like, thing that I can't say legally. So. I know, but what you were saying is elephant in the room, and then telling me I'm going to go OF. Oh, I'm going to get Yeah, but
2: uh, I meant that in a positive way. You just
1: okay, take it wrong. It, but yeah, exactly. Why wouldn't I take it wrong? Because elephant in the room is a negative connotation. Okay. Meaning yeah. like there is something I don't like, and then I'm going to go oh, F. <laughs> and then you'll, and, but now you're telling me it's this a good is why we
2: get in so many arguments.
1: Emails. <laughs> I'm like, do you know what phrases? And now you're telling me curb my enthusiasm. And I'm like, you're
2: well, not you, get very, my you get very, you get very excited about a lot of things. And then John will bring you down sometimes. When he'll has he brought me to, down? No, he he,
1: he, he,
2: he, he, he brings down like you're getting crazy enthusiastic about it. And he'll, not be crazy enthusiastic and it it'll naturally kind of bring you down a little bit bring you closer to earth it's not a negative thing you know, oh no just, he doesn't bring me down it's an he observation <laughs> it's it's a it's an it's it's an observation it's right it's funny to right. watch he doesn't you go, out, go yeah. back and forth no, no 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 you know and and he'll level it out
1: he, you know? <laughs> yeah what he's doing is i'll talk all excited i'll be like john Exactly. what did you think of this blah 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 and i'll be like oh and Tenet, in that scene when he comes into the room and then you don't know exactly. and blah, blah 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 and the explosion he goes
2: yeah that was great yeah exactly he curbs it there
1: <laughs> well he hasn't curbed my enthusiasm he just ended the subject that's what i'm saying i'm like i'm still excited but i'm like okay i got nowhere know where to go but that's like with and that and that's what i do to your stuff yeah. You send yeah. me a bunch of stuff, like blah blah blah. Like when you went to the um I like it. I love it when sale. you say why would you even ask that? That's what <laughs> I'm saying. I'm like, why would we argue? <laughs> like, I'm not arguing with you, Carl. I'm not <laughs> arguing with you. Answer the question.
2: <laughs> and I'll and I'll just say, answer the question, you know, because I'm trying to get you to answer something very specific and then you'll come back to me with a question. I'm like,
1: do, Where are we going? The don't wait for the translation answer the question i need to know what we're talking about i need more information <laughs> it's like um what was the Good one times. jurassic oh jurassic world dominion oh yeah and you asked me about that one and you're like why didn't you tell me it's not in dtsx i was like yeah. why didn't you notice it says it's in atmos but and that's <laughs> that's funny that you bring that up because <laughs> i, I like, brought uh, that I brought that
2: menu menu up with Kaleidoscape, you know, because when you go into your average um, provider that sells video, you've got a lot of details right there in front of you. And I'm not, you know, those that was right when I, I think that might've been the second weekend I had Kaleidoscape and I wasn't really yeah. familiar with the layout of what's on the app. And And I thought, you know, every Jurassic... You know, I just assumed every Jurassic Park is DTS-X. And... What uh, happened when you make assumptions? And I'm like, well, I see Dolby Atmos there. So I just sent you the message. And isn't it DTS-X on Apple maybe? But there was like... Yeah, there's certain details that are more prevalent on other services. And it's a little obscure, when you go into the screen um you know from the projection system or your tv it's a little different things are laid out in a different way and i i think i like them a little bit more and i i, I was kind of curious to know why the um interface on the app is so different from what you see on on the screen via the actual client escape and I had some questions about that and would just, I would like to see things laid out easier on the app. Um, but yeah, that was, that was just a very unique situation where I, you know, you're the expert. Well, well maybe not the expert, but you've got so much, um,
1: experience more experience exper- more experience with, with yeah you've the, had yeah, it for like a week
2: you can yeah. maybe answer that but right but yeah we were getting we were asking each other questions for questions
1: and it was just funny that was yeah apple day. didn't have it in dtsx yeah no streamer dtsx doesn't stream not yet anyways maybe, They're maybe i assumed it did or
2: something yeah i thought i thought that was your only option with any jurassic park film was dtsx because oh, no. i just assumed that no that it, that's what they've always utilized.
1: Yeah, no, it's, um, and that's what was so interesting about Kaleidoscape getting the Atmos and then the disc, DTS-X right now is only on disc. Uh, there was, uh, I believe Sony was streaming it with their Bravia Core system, I think it was called mm-hmm. or something like that. They were streaming some uh, IMAX enhanced stuff. I never got, mm-hmm. I never got a hold of it because it only came if you had a, you could only get it if you had a Bravia television and it it was a service that they had that was very similar to like what you're talking about. Like it, you download the movie, you would get in lossless video and audio. Um, but it never, I don't think it even exists anymore. It didn't really take okay. off. And, well, it, it, um, I think it was daddy. 77 on, uh, on Twitter. Him and I talk about it all the time. He brings it up all the time. Cause he's dying for IMAX enhanced stuff. Um, not for the enhanced part, but usually I want it because I love the DTSX. I'd love to get more titles in DTSX. Um, I don't want my projector's IMAX enhanced. Now my receiver's IMAX enhanced. I shut it all off because our, my system runs. I don't want IMAX enhanced. Um, I don't want that feature running. I want my the way I've calibrated my stuff to be mm-hmm. the calibration. Um, but I do want the DTS X that you'd get with an IMAX enhanced disc, but yeah. that's about well, it. Well, Kaleinscape has a few titles that are DTS. They've got quite a few. Yeah. They, yeah. uh, all of Harry Potter, um, Jurassic of, park. The one just before this is in DTS X. Is noticed. it? Yeah. Yep. They, they have, you know, what's interesting. They have some Free titles in DTS X that are in HD and then yeah. they'll have Atmos um, on the 4k version. That was another. That's another yeah.
2: thing. Um, it's like why do the, why does this company have titles that are just standard def? like they're older titles, all, yeah, they're older like, stuff. Who no one's doing that. It's like these all should've been switched over to 1080p at least. But uh, again, like, Carly, really guys, again, again Carl. guys, <sighs> come
1: Again Carl. Is it do they have the 4K and they're sitting on it or do No, they no,
2: not... no. It's 720p. It's like um, Big Night you know that you had a conversation with the um rep at at call i don't remember his name yeah and uh he one of his favorite films was big night and it's in 720p and Mm. it's i'm just like why 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 isn't this at least 1080p that's all the studio
1: Um, gave them weird that's all they have apple has
2: 1080p everyone else has 1080p oh
1: no 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 no, 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 Blu-ray on amazon back the truck up carl what you're getting on Apple might not always be 1080p. It might be a, that might be like a, a 720 that's just been up-converted to 1080i or something and is sent out over Apple. What you're seeing on Apple when you're watching streaming stuff might not even... Yeah, you don't know exactly what that is.
2: Well, I'm just going by what it says. It says HD 1080p when I go to buy Big Night on Apple. And I yeah. mean, I can get the Blu-ray on... Amazon why isn't the 1080p on Kaleidoscape yet to ask the studio
1: yeah not (laughs) Kaleidoscape it's like (laughs) I mean (laughs) Kaleidoscape wants it like I said before it's like that's the thing it's like your your anger is um is being directed at the wrong people it's like you know like Carl why don't you have it yeah cut why don't you have it it's not up to you right you want to get it? Why don't you have it already? Mm-hmm. it's You see what I mean? Like You're just the next step. I'm talking to you, Carl. Why don't you have that movie in 1080p on your Kaleidoscape? Come on. Get it. <laughs> That's what Kaleidoscape's doing to the studio. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Does that make yeah. it a little bit more sense to sure. you? Sure. Yeah. You see what I mean? But anyway, back
2: to audio in the this, in this space, in a small space, what do you... Uh you're thinking we I should just go um kind of entry level um morant or uh and just spend money on amplify amplification. Well that that's what I mean yeah, we have. The- I
1: wrote, yeah, it's like uh I think amplifiers are gonna last, in my opinion. The tech on an amplifier doesn't really change much, right? Like e- like you you've picked your speakers. Once you have those, I mean, really, what's going to change in the next 30 years in speaker technology for at that level? Probably not much. So you're good there. Amplifiers, they're, the, the worst thing that happens with an amplifier is it's just going to flat out crap out, but that takes a while. And usually, if yeah. it doesn't crap out in the first couple of weeks, you're good for years and years, you know. But the tech, like I was getting into before, a five year plan, Amplifiers I would expect to last longer than five years. So I have no problem investing money in quality amplifiers. The tech if if now this is all if depending on what your budget is. I would say if you're gonna go separates, I would do a 2575 between my receiver, my my pre pro and my amplification. And mm-hmm. whatever that budget is, go in that direction. Um it, it, when you get up into this, when you get up into this level and that might be a little bit like, I didn't even do that with mine. My amplifier, my, I went 50, 50 because at, at my level right now, the Morantz I don't think is really going to pull as much from uh, like the difference between an Emotiva and a Macintosh. I don't mm-hmm. think, I don't know, but I already had the Emotiva. But if I was building from the ground up like this and I had the capabilities to get something, like if I'm looking at like, if I can do Macintosh amps, I would do Macintosh amps. And you would add, that's why the way the question came from is like, if you had, you know, Mm -hmm. no budget or whatever, I'd be like, I do Macintosh amps. And then from there that, cause those are my dream amplification Mm -hmm. amplifiers. And then from there I would go now say there is a budget. I'd probably go with that new Marantz or that $7,000 price range, because by the time I can afford like a Trinov, the technology of that Trinov is probably going to have changed. You know what I mean? So like, I don't want to have to wait. It's going to, to get a Trinov, say I need to get a Trinov in my new theater, or I don't need to, I need a receiver in my new theater. I can't afford a Trinov right now, but I can afford this but I know these amps are going to last me. So that's what I'm probably going to run. You know what I mean? What size
2: do you think your space is going to be?
1: A little bigger than what I have now. I'd like to go like 15, 20 of working space. And then inside, that's going to be the room inside of a room. So I'm going to get that soundproofing and stuff that I want. Um, I want to have, I want to have my speakers. I want everything stealth-like. So that mm-hmm. you don't see speakers, you know, I'm, yeah, yep. I'm, just I'm, like I'm, what we're doing, you won't see any speakers right. in the space. Yeah, um, I see a lot of theaters that I, I get, I love the look of the speakers to the side and underneath with beautiful speakers. It's
2: distracting. Yeah, I don't yeah. Want, I don't I, want to
1: see I, I I I was looking at a um a theater the other day, and he has gorgeous speakers on the sides, and I'm like, I'm just thinking that the light hitting those while yeah. the movie's playing, I'd be like. I just, I love that image of a, just, just the image right in front of me. Plus I like yeah. the idea of people walking in the room and going, wow, this is a nice room. And then when you turn it on and you haven't seen a single speaker since you walked in the room, but then you turn it on and you're like, Bull. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that stealth feel of yeah. like, where are all the speakers? Don't worry about it. Just enjoy. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. I think we'll, uh, primarily just utilize our room for film and then that's it we'll socialize you know in the living room um yeah i don't see us even socializing in that space we'll move once we finish the movie we'll move on back to the main house and the living room and everything um i just want that space for film for cinema and and that's and that's really it right
1: that's one of the things that makes me laugh about people with their um and you see it on youtube all the time talking about cinemascope screens now i have i've made my you know opinion clear on what I i either way i could go either way but for people that are like they're buying a cinemascope screen and then they actually voice the opinion that i like my movies to be bigger than wheel of fortune why are you going into your theater and watching wheel of fortune you have a cinema scope yeah. screen. You're talking 140 inches. Is this the only Now, I know Tom Andre. He Tom Andre has the only display in his house is his theater.
2: Yeah, I it's get, like ours We don't have we don't own a TV. Right. I, we haven't owned a TV in decades.
1: Right. So you probably if that's the case, then you probably don't care about TV. So then you're going into your theater and you're going to sit these big giant cinema scope screens and you don't have another TV in your house to watch wheel of fortune. And it's, you know what I mean? Like that's set a set. If you, if it's just wheel of fortune, set a lens memory on your system for a small 16 by nine screen in the middle of your screen. If you won't don't want wheel of fortune, that's what Rob did or Rob wants to do. He has four way masking on screen.
2: Just, just get a second screen. If you've got, you know, the yeah. budget for that stuff but anyway, it's, like, it's not gonna that, be that That much
1: to me more. is a poor decision to go because they'll they'll say I want my, my movies to be wider and bigger than Wheel of Fortune, but then when Top Gun Maverick and that's where this all came up and everybody was complaining, because oh no, I don't like this you know, Top Gun Maverick and sixteen by nine and it's a variable aspect, it's it's horrible. They shouldn't do that. Why shouldn't they? They can do whatever they want to do. You just made a different decision on your screen size so it doesn't play for you because it's supposed to be taller. But now you you were worried about Wheel of Fortune not being right. Well, now Maverick's <laughs> not right. Oh, well, huh. Do you they made have the a decision. Mad VR? Huh? Do they have a Mad VR or anything? I don't agree with that stuff either. But yes, I've yeah. seen those things too. And I think that's ridiculous. That's where my rant yeah. came from on uh, the Green Room. Yeah. Using the Mad VR to manipulate your screen in real time to from what yeah. the director wanted? Ah yeah. uh, I'm I'm totally against that.
2: Yeah, I'm just keeping it native native um aspect ratio. I'm, You're a sixteen believing. by nine screen, aren't you? Yeah, it's sixteen nine. Yeah. And uh yeah, uh it's I mean it'll be on this the same episode'll be on the show tomorrow, right? That, that Which drops one this week's? Isn't that in the same one that's in the green room right now? Isn't that dropping tomorrow?
1: Yeah, that one. Yeah, okay. I didn't. The, the rant won't be. Oh, okay. yeah. So
2: that only the rants in the green. OK,
1: yeah, the grant. Right. Yeah, the green room is just for the.
2: Um, do you do you update that same information for the uh, Patreon
1: members? Do you put those same videos? On the Patreon in the, no, I put it in the um, it's all in the green
2: room. Right now. Do you think
1: you'll do that exclusively for
2: your Patreon members I, as well? Put the same video? I could.
1: I could. Yeah, I, think I didn't even that's I think a good it's idea. Wonderful
2: when, yeah, I think it's wonderful when those Patreon I get those updates because you know I
1: Yeah. You're I right.
2: I think I might have a dozen Patreon member you know support. I support maybe a dozen people on Patreon. Yeah. And they're always doing little videos just for the members. You know, they update regularly. E- e- yeah, uh, emails that's a good point. Sort of thing. I didn't yeah. even think of that I...
1: because I'm doing that now anyway, so I can just send the link to Patreon. Um, yeah. I'm trying to get the room going too, though. Uh-huh. And but you're right. I could just put it over there and then just talk to pa- Patreon yeah. people. And I like, don't know. You, if you all want all even your... more? Go over here because yeah. it's already. You have access to it. You just have to uh-huh. sign up at AV Nirvana. Yeah.
2: Because there might be some Patreon members you have right. that don't want to kind of join other things. Exactly. And just That's happy a good point.
1: With, That's yeah, a great so. point.
2: And, and uh, speaking on Patreon, I do appreciate, did, you know, I just wanted to say it here. I appreciated you reaching out to that person that, that stopped supporting and thanked him oh, for yeah. being a member. Yeah. You know, that is so rare. I've moved, you know, moved Patreons all the time because we want to support other artists yeah, and yeah. we'll go back to them. You know, we can't, support hundreds of people all the time and we just like to share the love and everything and when we leave sometimes we never hear anything it's like wow we supported you for many years and and we've moved on to someone else and you'll never see a thank you and and i do see thank yous when we move on and that's always really special when those when those content uh uh creators are are sending those personal messages out to people on their site that support them on patreon hey thank you for supporting me for three years and that was really kind that you did that to that person because yeah it's not a lot of not a lot of content creators send that thank you yeah you know when when people are doing because people leave for all kinds of reasons it's not because they're they don't want to support or they're they don't like the show or anything they're just moving on and and spreading it to others and maybe they'll eventually come back
1: so, yeah, sometimes I I'll look and um have I've seen people drop out and most of the people that have dropped out recently have actually told me ahead of time and they're yeah. like apologizing and stuff and i'm like oh god you never have to apologize huh. um and then other people have like either their credit card changed or something and oh not. yeah i've had that <laughs> yeah, yeah I the message yeah
2: you know yeah. it's you know my credit card's been hacked i've had that yeah so many exactly. times exactly sorry just hang on for a minute we'll update this
1: yeah exactly so thing yeah no so. it's like I mean, you know, you've been listening for a long time. You've been a long time yeah. supporter on Patreon too, so thank you for that. Yeah, um, sure. At longer than you said too. You
2: I I, can't, I I thought it was I thought it was right around when you started it, but I can still remember the first day I heard you on oh, really? AV rant and I was in a hotel in San Antonio on Air Force duty and you were talking to Tom and uh, that was the first time, correct on on AV Rant. That no, was when you were. I was never on the... AV
1: Rant with Tom. I've been on with Rob. But when then okay, we I thought you were remember. on AV
2: Rant with both of them. That first time Mm-mm. was that your show or their show? That my you my show. On?
1: It would have been my so show. So
2: you your probably... show. So it was a
1: crossover. Maybe it was with on Tom, their. That was the first when I talked Jurassic Park with them. So you probably okay. went to hear Tom, but it was my show, because I had okay. he, he was the first first podcast guest that i had
2: yeah because that the catalyst was when you were they i think i think i think it was an episode with rob as well because he asked you about what projector you were using and you said sony Mm -hmm. and that was just like a trigger i was going because uh, to be honest i don't know anyone that owns a sony i don't know anyone in home theater that talks about sony projectors and i was like w- i was thinking to myself in that hotel room and i was kind of getting a little angry and i was like because why is i owned this person a using a sony <laughs> it was it's so crazy to think about i, was, I don't know why i was getting upset i was like why is this person using yeah. a sony because it just seems like at the time you know the hdr is just so much better on these jvc units and uh it was just it was so weird and i i just remember that conversation and um what was the first sony that you had did you have a some sort of connection with the company or something no that's what you keep saying
1: this is my first sony projector i've had sony
2: tvs in the past but everybody has i thought i thought rob had asked you or or tom had asked you um
1: what what you loved about sony and um no and no uh, why they probably asked like why i got it and i explained jim had you know i wanted and like i've said many times i wanted the jvc but my projector guy who hasn't steered me wrong he explained to me all the details that why the sony's better and it's funny because people like yourself don't want to hear that and i'm like why <laughs> <laughs> probably probably and at the like,
2: time you know people, i was just fascinating with i was fascinated with this individual that bought a actually bought a sony when all you hear is so much about JVC everywhere
1: right. yeah and, but when, and i think that Carl, Carl, i think Carl, that was kind of trigger, back triggering back it up, back me it up. For me. don't just blanket it with everywhere say where <laughs> you're hear it. Time, you know i the internet yeah, it's all exactly. the people on the internet oh jvc because people like yourself with the jvc be like i can't even fathom the most pushback i ever got on this podcast was when i said they're so close i admitted <laughs> jvc's better i said it has better black levels hands down it's better it has better black levels but it's so close the most pushback people got angry at me no it's not I'm like <laughs> people i told you it's i i I, and i i even said this though i go i told you you're better you're better carl the jvc is better but the the is really close no it's not i'm gonna continue i'm gonna continue this argument exactly where are you going and that's why i said like you send me all these things that we're arguing and i'm like i'm not arguing with you carl i actually (laughs) agree with you you're right you just don't like the reasons. I like it, right? I like Sony better and you're like, "We're arguing." No we're not because I don't I don't care. I'm like I like my Sony. You like your JVC. Good for you. I'm like and yeah, I don't that, think you're wrong. And I I've said that. I've I've had listeners email me about and they email me in a good way. They'll be Sony owners and JVC owners. Why do you do this? And I why do you have your opinions and where do they go? And I explain to them I feel Sony to me has a more cinematic feel. It has a more, it it, there's a, you have to, it it lets you enjoy the movie the way it was when you were in a cinema. JVC has better black levels and it brings it like a little, not like OLED. Neither of these are like an OLED, but it gets you to that deeper black level, but those black levels and the experts will tell you this come at a cost mm. and that the cost that you're getting out of those black levels is you get some crushing going on. You get some things that are going on that are going to manipulate the picture because of what JVC is doing, doing to achieve those black levels. Sony's not going there. They're, they're trying to get you the best possible picture that they can provide as mm-hmm. close to what the artist wanted.
2: Now, when you put a mad VR in front of both of those, what happens? You want to tell the listeners
1: when you put a mad VR in front of them? I don't think yeah. you're going to like what my opinion is on it and the, why I have what I have. Mm-hmm. If you put a mad VR in front of your JVC. You just, neg. you just, you know, negated the reason you got the JVC. You mm-hmm. got the JVC because of the great black levels and the tone mapping. But now you're getting rid of the tone mapping because you're using the mad VR for it. Now my Sony is doing, yes, it does still doesn't have the great black levels that your JVC has, but what the experts will tell you and they'll tell, and people get mad. Rob's one of them doesn't agree with this, but what the Uh. experts will tell you, it's a more accurate display of the picture. And it's not just colors. It's not just this. It's how the picture is displayed. It just, it's just more accurate because you don't have that crushing that's going on with the black and I'm not an expert. I'm just listening mm. to people that I trust. And pe- and I've talked to multiple people that are experts in the field. And they, they don't know I'm talking to other people. And they're all saying very, very similar things. And one of them is, and I'll say this again, they're both awesome home theater experience projectors. Awesome. But there's a slight difference between the two of them. And what ends up happening is in your case, like I would have recommended going with a Sony and a mad VR because like there, and again, there's stuff that I know there's stuff that I've talked to people about that I, that you, I would get way more pushback if I said it on air. And, but that's how I form my opinion. If you don't have to agree with it, that's just how I, 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 I trust my opinion and I love my, That's why I don't, I'm not arguing with people. People like yourself, you ask me a question, I'll answer it. I'm fine with whatever you want to do, but this is how I form my opinion. And this is when I see these things in real life, I've seen the crushing that goes on. I've, I've had it pointed out to me on a JVC. I still want that black level. There's still part of me that's like, mm, but I just like, but you know what? I do. I absolutely love my overall image. I love everything about it. And I I love what I have. I'm the one I had the Vivitech I had before this didn't have it had better black levels than the Panasonic that I had before that, but I've always gone for accuracy from the artist and to be able to see as much of what the artist is providing and what is provided to us. And that's what I'm trying to go for. And right now, I feel like my system right now, I'm getting the best from my best bang for my buck. Um, JVC, excellent. You're getting, it's literally like they're so close. You'd be hard pressed to tell the difference between the two. And that's where JVC people get really upset. Not all JVC people. I have a lot of friends that are JVC customers and they love them. And they're, they they are agree with me. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know people that have owned JVCs and Sonys. And they're like, no, they are close. But I just went with this because I wanted that. Okay, that's cool.
2: And the Barco people are just doing this, sitting back and watching them both fight.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, and that they're all sitting back. See, you know what's funny is I think Sony sits back and watches the fight go on. I think all of the other, it, it's the JVC people. It's like, and this is completely my opinion slash observation. One of the things with the JVC is, look at the JVC market, right? What, what's the JVC projector that's $80,000? Mm, I'm not familiar with it. There isn't one. Yeah. You see what that's I mean? Some pro model. That they don't have you know. one that I so know good. of. They don't have yeah. one. Sony goes up to 80. They have, they have high, high-end projectors. Yeah. Right, and they come, and then you have the barcodes, and then back the, the run codes, and you have all of these other projectors. Yeah. Right, it's a different market. Sony's actually goes all the way up. JVC is like right in here. They're in that enthusiast wheelhouse. They have the high end enthusiast projector. Sony has professional projectors. There was actually a thread online that I had a listener send me. Sony got out of the professional market. JVC never did. Sony had, look at, they. their projectors can't do this, this, and this. And that's why they got out of the professional market. JVC, yeah. And you know what? And I, I researched it for the listener. I won't tell you what the issues were, but what I found out from four different people that I talked to, 100% correct. There's a flaw in the Sony projectors. And that's why they backed out of the professional market. And you know what I found out? the same flaw exists in the JVC projectors, but it's a hundred percent true what the JVC people were saying. JVC didn't back out because they were never in the professional market. They're not in the cinemas. Sony backed Mm -hmm. out because they were like, you're right. It's a flaw in that projector. If you want to get that a projector without that slight flaw that I'm not going to tell you what it is, because if I told you, you'd be like, Oh, you'll never see it. You don't know it. Barcos don't have it and that's why the barcos are in the professional in the DLP projector it's a, it's inherent in the technology that the JVCs and the Sony's have at that entry level not entry level the enthusiast level I should say up to like that $30,000 once you get over that you have a technology here that has less flaws that the, they have that you know professional level image that, you know, like we say now, when people calibrate their televisions up against the, the $30,000 professional 32-inch OLED or whatever, right? That's what these projectors are doing. But JVC's projectors, they kind of stop at like 30. They have a 30 now because they only made 25 of them. That's why it's $30,000. It's the $25,000 projector with a special stamp on it telling you, we're only making 25 of these. I'm not disparaging JVC at all. I'm just pointing out that like these things that are like going on and that's a great market. That's our wheelhouse. Right. And that's what we want. We're getting great images. We're getting great quality, but there is another world out there and it's a lot of that's unattainable for us. Right. Well,
2: yeah, that's a, Pretty remarkable stuff, and uh going to be very interesting to see what the projector world looks like in five to ten years. If there is um, one. Yeah. If, if yeah, there exactly. is one, because
1: if we go to this Lego version of panels, and you put your screen together, which is, that's what Jim seems to think that. He was like, when we were talking just a little while ago. It's getting close. It's getting really close. And that's why I think like in five years from now, like say a mad VR might be obsolete because now we've gone to this and you're going to need a different processor because that processor is going to actually have to operate like for all intents and purposes, say you have like 12 televisions to create a 16, you know, 12 displays linked together to create your 16 by nine screen or whatever. And it's, it basically is an OLED image. What do we need that for? And then.
2: What do you, do you think? Um, do you think Jim would have any interest in engaging with us on, with our project? Mm. Like um, any, anything to add to it? Like what? I don't yeah. know. Just want to talk to him about if he has any opinions, he would be willing to share or anything. I don't know if he does anything like that. Well, he's a professional. Calibrator. Calibrator. That's what he does. Yeah. Um I I, don't know. I can ask him. I don't know anything about him, but you talk about him a lot, and I'm just wondering if we should reach out to him with any more opinions he what might What would have. you want
1: to ask him that you can't know, from Just you kind of let people. him
2: know about our project and if he had anything to add about it, like um pr- projector thoughts or anything like that. I think you and
1: Jim would not get along. <laughs> Because he says (laughs) stuff and he'll be like, that's why he's not in the forums anymore is because he was tired of too many people telling him like, like he would like some of the stuff that you've said, he'd just hang up. He'd be like, why do they have to do? No, they don't have to. This is the way it should be. He's very set in his ways. He's, he's older than I am. He's very set in his ways and he knows what's correct. Uh, he, his resume speaks for itself. The stuff he's Mm -hmm. done, um, and it's like I said, he's never led me wrong. The more people I talk to in home theater since I've started this podcast, and I've said, "Do you know Jim Jim Doolittle?" I'm like, "Oh, they're like, oh yeah, okay, all right." I was just like, I don't know
2: because so he doesn't really do anything outside calibration. Then
1: I guess like what designing and stuff? No,
2: no, he just
1: he'll do calibrations. He'll he comes in and he just. He's there to set your display, set your display. And I don't even talk to him about, he knows sound. He wants, he, he recommends I get a trinoff. He wants one. Um, he's into the whole home theater thing, but his area of expertise is, is, um, is displays. I mean, he worked, went to school with, I think he went to school with Joe Kane. Okay, cool. Yeah. I didn't know
2: what his gig was and I thought he just, you know. I only heard him talk about calibration. You you mentioning him? Yeah, yeah. Cool.
1: Yeah, he's. I mean, I can ask him, but I don't know if you're. He's not one that you want to toy with.
2: (laughs) Well, I mean, we're not toy. I just toy with (laughs) huge.
1: I know, (laughs) but I'm like, he's he's very like. He'll tell. He'll give you his opinion, and he'll tell you the stuff. And a lot of it will go. I mean, most of it goes over my head. I'm like, yeah, it might not even be
2: me that reaches out it might be just he that does that i don't i don't know so y- yeah <laughs> but like what would you be reaching out about like i just thought his any thoughts he might have
1: yeah i'll ask him the project you yeah. know, just in general yeah i mean he went to dan's house he so, calibrated um, dan's television set television so like i was
2: thinking about do. um just on another subject i was thinking about you know when you talk about and break down films, yeah. um, I would like to do that with you one day. Sure. You know, the um, flaps, slap shot, slapstick. What was it? The hockey movie. Yeah, exactly. I think that would slap be hilarious. Shot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Slapstick. That would be hilarious. That's a kind
1: of comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if slap shots a home theater movie, but you want to break it down. Let's do it it isn't that on isn't that on four k wasn't that just released on four k I don't think so i'm not so. sure i don't i mean me in particular I don't really get into comedies as my home theater experience I'm not uh something different well, I didn't say I wouldn't watch one. I'm just saying it's yeah. like i don't really like slap shot as a home theater experience isn't something I sit down and go you i can't wait for everybody to hear this um, yeah, but I
2: I don't know if that's in in my if it's not in 4K probably wouldn't be a good title. It's I not thought in 4K. It would,
1: okay, never yeah, mind then. I, don't, I, I don't thought see it just it in 4K. been released. Let's see, slap shot on. uh All right, maybe its is in isn't 4K. Not shot. Let me try it that way. Nope. That's not even Blu-ray. Th- that would be fun, especially
2: when we get our new space. Um to do something like that because, you know, some um, just a different kind of
1: experience. Slap shot, slap shot too. All right, it's an HD on kaleidoscape Yeah, uh yeah. I'm looking for it on like on Blu-ray.com, and it's not showing up at all. Am I spelling it wrong? Oh, there it is. Okay yeah it came out on the 20 uh a slapshot steel book came out on the uh february 22nd of this year hmm. um but Gosh, I, I haven't seen that picture in probably 20 years but it is only it's 1080p so i don't i can't imagine all right which yeah, is well, something in the future especially since you have i anybody comes (laughs) on, i'll I'll, I'll, I'll talk about anything if you come on the show Um, yeah lumogen or
2: you know i could do the mad vr the same film and talk about what i'm seeing see if we see any differences
1: well that would be almost impossible because you could you and i'll sit in the same room and we're going to see differences our eyes are different our brains are different we're going to notice that i see differences just by watching the same movie twice do you have 2020 my eyes no yeah twenty 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 corrected no i have i don't have glasses i haven't used glasses in years okay i or not years uh last time i i i can't wait to get my eyes fixed, not fixed or checked out um okay. I'm older now, so like small print up tight is like harder okay but when i was yeah, no- I have to go,
2: i have to go every year so
1: yeah no i'm uh. i'm fine uh but like small print up close is uh, kind of like what tom's talking about right now that's kind of mm-hmm. what i'm gonna be going through soon uh, tom okay. Andrew. like he just got yeah. classes and stuff it's like
2: yeah, it's important especially after the age of 50 we go every year I, yeah. I have to change my prescription every other year but i've since high school so i've i've just done that yeah every no year, but...
1: my mom took me because i squint a lot when i was 16 okay
2: and yeah, i I've went been...
1: i went to the doctor and the doctor's like no Why do you squint all the time? He's like, you have better than 20, 20 vision. I had like something ridiculous, like 15 or whatever. And I I was laughing because my mom's like, you need glasses. And I was like, no, I squint because for artistic part, like I blend things by squinting. When I look at it, I blend to see an image without the detail, So I squint to get rid of it. Right. And he knew exactly what I was talking. He's like, oh, I'm a photographer. I do that all the time. You'll take something out of focus just to create a different piece of different look for it. And I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. So now I do squint now that I'm older. I'll People have said it on the podcast, like, DJ, you need glasses. Because I'll sit here and I'm reading my screen. Now I'm reading an iPhone on one side. I have an iPad here. And then I have the two screens in front of me. So I'm reading different things. And my eyes have to, I do have to squint. Um, I've tried readers. I can't find anything that'll work for me. Because they're all just too powerful. So I don't know how bad my eyes are. But I'm sure I could benefit from it a little bit. for Especially for reading. Um, and yeah. i am kind of i heard this a long time ago one of the best upgrades you can do in your theater is get your eyes checked and yeah. because then all of a sudden you'll be like wow that is hd <laughs> yeah do you have any color blindness no no okay cool i yeah, hope I, get not. My ears I went through checked. art school and nobody pointed it out <laughs>
2: <laughs> i get my eyes checked i'm sorry ears checked every year as well yeah um
1: I'd like and, to do that too, as well, just to see where, what frequencies I'm low in and maybe mm. <laughs> design my audio, my curve to that. <laughs>
0: mm.
1: Yeah. Cause I want,
2: I, I have, I have to keep up with that as well. So
1: yeah, well you have to do it for the military, so. don't you? Yeah.
2: But, um, just, I do a lot of voiceover, uh, in my position. So, um, uh, I just like to be able to. You know, when I'm working here, everything is as clear as possible. Make sure, you know, I don't have any deficiencies there. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And and cinema and we go to a lot of shows. And thankfully, you know, just going to shows for decades, I've always worn earplugs. Since the 80s, I started using earplugs. Yeah. Yeah. When I go to concerts. And and E will put in uh, earplugs at the theater. She's got these little pro earplugs that filter certain frequencies. So oh, that's cool. Yeah. And when she's at the IMAX, you know, she's not losing anything. Oh, nice. Because that
1: that Yeah. That cinema is, is really loud. So I'm not a fan of the IMAX sound. I know you love IMAX and you love the screen size. You've been talking yeah. about that as, as long as I've known you, you love that. And I get it. I do too.
2: Uh, ours, but, ours is a very different monster though. It's not like the yeah. AMCs or anything like that. So no, um, but yeah, it's, it can be aggressive, but you know, that's the artist intent. Um, you know, for watching, I don't
1: know if that's the case. It, so. it, cause you don't really know. It's like, cause you go to a Dolby cinema on that same movie and you get a completely different sound, a cleaner sound. There's it because I, I don't know if I agree with that, that it's the artist intent to be like just high volume, less detail than a Dolby mm. cinema sound system, which is for all intents and purposes should be the same track should be what the same mm-hmm. track that the artist intended, but now you're getting better separation in your bass notes. You're getting better, cleaner sound that just sounds a little bit. I, I've said it before. I feel like at, at, at IMAX, it's just the, the systems that they're running just feels like it's just high volume, but you're losing a little bit of the dynamics that you get from a cleaner, cleaner experience, cleaner sound experience that you get in a Dolby Cinema. Yeah. yeah, and that that that, um,
2: you know, I I can't speak for anything what other than what we experience weekly with the Bob mm. Bullock. It's you know, it's it's a private, you know, it's a I'm sorry, it's a state run, you know, museum, and it's it's a completely different than, really. Um, the majority of IMAXs in the United yeah. States and in the world—it's—it's it's one of the largest in the world, and right. it's just—it's the sound system they're using is completely different. You know, I've shown yeah. you the Atmos speakers, but you but do you,
1: yeah, yeah. But do you see what I mean? Like I've said that before. I'm like Dolby Cinema is probably the most consistent because they're mm-hmm. about the sound. So if I go to a Dolby Cinema here and say I'm talking to, um you know, Todd, who's down in Maryland and I'll be and he saw it there in a Dolby cinema. We're talking probably both relating to about the same experience, but IMAX, and this isn't, I'm not, this isn't derogatory. IMAX is more about the size of the screen. So when you go to see IMAX, everybody thinks picture first. IMAX has cameras. IMAX shot with IMAX camera. Everything's about the picture. So where they're more consistent is you go to any of their cinemas around the world and you're going to get a giant picture relative to that room, right? Mm. The sound is going to be more inconsistent. And and that goes right to your point, exactly yeah. what you said. You might have a Dolby Cinema. You might be one of the few cinemas, IMAX mm. cinemas in the world that has something that could match Dolby Cinema. Yeah,
2: it is. But, it's it's very... Right? It's almost the same except for the size of the screen, you know, it's, it's six stories and it's, it's, it's very similar to the THX ultra um, um, cinema experience that you can experience in Los Angeles and Mm -hmm. and Copenhagen. Um, You know, it's just stunning image and sound Um, that's pretty much on par, if not slightly better than the Dolby cinema. Um, I, I it was the the THX Ultra um cinema in Los Angeles l- literally brought me to tears it was just such <laughs> a a beautiful a, a stunningly beautiful space and just absolute oh, perfection of an image and the sound it was yeah. you know we saw Dune and that, you know how hard that can be on blacks and I was just completely blown away with that that presentation that that image it was absolutely i could see the teeth and and the mouth the outer of the mouth and that classic uh worm when it pops yeah. up and then turns slowly you could see every detail in that creature and it it was just a- absolutely stunning it was, i had no words um (laughs) well you shouldn't you're watching a movie (laughs) yeah and i and you know we we didn't get to experience the same cinematic um film in the thx ultra ultra cinema in copenhagen but it was just a stunningly beautiful massive screen with just dolby cinema like image and and sound um I did get to see Dr. Strange in there. Elizabeth had an appointment um, somewhere else, but I did go to Dr. Strange, and that was, it was stunning.
1: Yeah. You travel uh, for, a lot. You've, yeah, been, we, you've we, seen a we lot of stuff. I've always cool. done
2: something across the pond once a year. We just go for two weeks. We need the break. We've always I go done across the together. pond every week now. <laughs> <That's> great <laughs> yeah i enjoy that and, and hopefully you can you can do do some of that and visit him and i know visit some of, of this all my li- there's
1: so many it, like almost the like well not almost the entire green room obviously um mm-hmm. my patron anybody i i it, it's the hard part for me now is like when i start traveling i'm gonna feel bad about the people i don't get to And that's one of the things, you know, when you do stuff like that, all of a sudden it'd be like, Oh, I want to, I want to go to that person. I want to go to this person. I want to go like, ah, I can't wait. I can't wait to do more.
2: Yeah. So I always enjoy your conversation with Steve. Um, you know, I was stationed in England for five years, 88 to 92 at RAF upper Hayford. It's long gone. Um, he might know that area. It's just right outside Oxford. Um, and you know, I visit, I try to visit my friends every year ish um, over there. It's, it's because of the pandemic that put a massive hiccup in it. Yeah. Um, But I'm going to visit them next year. And uh, unfortunately, you know, since I'm retiring from the air force this December, I won't be pulling orders out there anymore, but I will be visiting, you know, as a civilian um, at least once a year even when we go to other places. So, but yeah, England's always, my, has always been my second home nice. and, uh, and, um, it's just a beautiful, a beautiful country. And
1: oh, I'm glad I, I loved, added that. To I, the the podcast. Love the, I love
2: this. <laughs> I love the theaters there. I love the, you know, the, the film culture in England. It's just, it's just remarkable. I learned so much, you know, in my late teens and twenties being stationed over there. It was, it was a remarkable time to be in that country.
1: So if you went in what, 88,
2: 88 to 92, you know, (sighs) remarkable time music wise. Yeah. You really got to be coming
1: up on retirement then. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I I mean, uh, I've been with the
2: college. It's my 25th year at the college, but I
1: I want, I'm 55
2: now. I, I don't want to retire. I love my position so much well, I'll do 10 more years or so. Wow. I think Elizabeth will probably retire in five. She's been with the university just as long, but yeah, we both really love our positions, but yeah, it's important to get out. Not a lot. A lot of Americans do that travel. Um,
1: I don't, I don't have the money or the time. Yeah. You really, you're very busy. Yeah. Well, I keep myself busy, but yeah, I'm not complaining. I I'm not a big travel person because, like, you you pay the money to go places, right? right. And then when you come home, it's over.
0: Yeah. I'd
1: rather pay the money and buy a piece of theater equipment that I have for <laughs> years to come. You know, and yeah. it's like, but I'm I'm getting older, and I definitely want to travel more. And you know, luckily, you know, God willing, I'll keep surviving. But I've survived long enough to maybe you know accrue enough home theater equipment that I can put my money to traveling now and and enjoy that in a relax in a relaxing way because I'm trying to slow down in life and enjoy yeah, things and, and yeah. get out and meet people.
2: Yeah, we're all getting older. It's a it's yeah we are. It's wonderful to wake up every morning and it's wonderful to come <laughs> home safe to your family. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yep. And, and we don't. No, the next day isn't guaranteed. Nope. So and neither you know, is the technology we have to, we have to make, <laughs>
1: take advantage of every moment yep so. <laughs> and that all right dj been, that has been uh inspirational moments from carl rikiki <laughs> you got it right right you absolutely carl <laughs> this this has been awesome thank Cheers, you DJ. very very much really appreciate this um Hopefully, I, I keep angering you. Absolutely. Because apparently that's all you war. want to
2: do is get angry. Sony-JVC home theater war going. Right. It's
1: it's a one-sided <laughs> war, but nonetheless, you got to have one. Knock yourself out. <laughs> I'll, I'll keep laughing at your, uh, uh, at your replies and your anger <sighs> and your urs. Yep. Having fun. It's always By fun. Making
2: me buy, making me buy media. You know, for the yep. first time, I can't believe.
1: Yeah, you'd never heard of a Lumigen or a MadVR of a Kaleidoscape, yeah, but absolutely. now look at you. <laughs> I got that. That was an angry email. I forgot that. I forgot about that. You were like, what's this? E and I sitting at, you were at breakfast. That was our first. Fo- what is this Lumigen thing? What's Kaleidoscape?
2: <laughs> Didn't like, they get rid of this stuff a decade ago? Didn't they you're like, stop selling those boxes? you
1: know what is this stuff years and, he, ago. and here you are a year later and you have each
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's forever. so strange because i've been l- reading high fi mag, you know home theater magazines for decades and i you know and i'm i'm like you know how many other people don't know about kaleidoscape that have a been lot. in the home theater for mm. decades you know the obviously they're not doing the best advertising
1: <laughs> um so I don't know about that. You are correct. They don't have a, they're getting a, it feels to me now, I don't know if this is true or not. It feels to me like they're doing a bigger marketing push now because I'm more hyper aware of it. Right. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, Zapiti. now this is how I liken it to that. It's like, I, I'd never heard, I said, I, I had never heard of Zapiti before. When I, I had, um, I was, re- um, hosting people's theaters and I saw, I had two weeks in a row where I had theaters with a Zepedi in it, which I looked at and went, wow, that's just like a kaleidoscape. I've never heard of that. And I, I've said it on the po- podcast before. I'm, then I start researching it. Nope. There it is. I'd heard of it. I read the article. I had read the article years before about Zepedi, but I had put it out of my mind because it was out of my reach. You know what I mean? So I think a lot of people do that with Kaleidoscape. I'll bet you, you had heard of Kaleidoscape years and years ago when it was like 40 to $50,000 and it's come down now. So I don't know if they're doing more marketing now and, or the marketing they're doing now, we're just more aware because it's closer to Hmm. what we can afford. Right. So, 15 years ago when it was $45,000 or whatever it was for one of their systems, nobody was saying, no, well, you know, if they come down to two grand, I can get one because it's so far away. Nobody even spoke about it. It wasn't even worth it. Right. But now they're in a market, their market, their prices come down so much, which is still rather expensive, but now it's just outside of the reach of people. So more people are talking about it. Do you see what I mean? So, yeah, and I, I do think because the price has come down to be even closer to people like us, they probably are doing more marketing, whereas 15 years ago, it was all done by installers or distributors that are like, oh, you're putting in a one hundred thousand dollar theater or a one hundred and fifty thousand dollar theater here. We've got this player for you. You'll never have to buy a movie, put, 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 put everything and people are like, yeah, sure, go ahead, put it in. And that's how they built their brand. And now they're coming down. They probably do need a little bit of marketing because they, people like us, it's just in within our reach. I love that this Strata S is out there for people like yourself. You buy them used, introduce you to yeah. it, and then maybe you'll get a you know you get a Terra later if you want to grow your system, or if you want to keep doing it the way you're doing it, you're you're good, but you're in the system. Pretty cool. Excellent. Pretty cool.
2: All right, excellent. Well, thanks for this chat, DJ.
1: Thank you. I really appreciate it, because without you, I'm just sitting here by myself, and we all know (laughs) how that sounds. (laughs) Thanks, buddy. Cheers. Have a great week. Take care, man. Go Push Play. Hey, Fred. This has been a Hey, Fred production with theme music by Jeff Bernhardt and Throne Vault Productions.